1: KVJ.
2: <laughs>
1: it's time to wake up and let the weirdness begin. It's the KVJ show. She'll start your morning. Kevin <laughs> is the host. And a skin pigment is whiter than Casper the Ghost. Virginia. <laughs> Sounds like this. <laughs> Nicknamed Vicious B. So don't get her pissed. It's a Jason mm-hmm. talks like a spat. And he loves to talk about Bigfoot and Stats. Roo. So get ready, here we go. You're listening to 97. nine with the KVJ show.
0: Well, hello, and welcome to the KVJ show. I see everybody's getting into that festive spirit.
2: Oh yes, look at this one. And
0: mm-hmm. when you
1: say everybody, you mean Jaybird? Well, that's true. <laughs>
2: <right>? <laughs> what are you wearing, and why don't you put that thing more prominently on KBJ TV? I'm
1: trying. What you know? Look, it was I had the spirit. You I, need
2: to stand up and let the people see this. It's, it's a onesie. Oh, oh it's I, love. Mm-hmm.
1: I it's, think uh,
2: sweet. Cats with Christmas hats.
0: And snowflakes as you uh, twerk in the camera, also and a festively.
2: Super cute Santa hat.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you. These are, I have, this is recycled, y'all. I've oh, really? done this before, but the fact that you guys are so into it makes me think I didn't make a first impression.
2: <laughs> it's been a long time since Christmas. It has. Dude, uh-huh. <laughs> 11 months of stress. Yeah. <laughs> it does a thing to a brain to make it forget. Well, J Bird is dressing up just for you on KBJ-TV. That's why
0: you need to watch this show. Go to YouTube, look for the KBJ Show, or hit up kbjshow.tv. What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What's on your mind?
1: are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What you got on your mind today, Jay Bird? I don't know if this one house in my neighborhood set the trend, but remember me talking, and I've showed it to you, Virginia, the one house that's got a hot tub in the front yard? Yes,
2: the one on the corner. Yes. They don't have much of a backyard, so they put their hot tub
1: in the front yard. Okay. I noticed another house, now not in the same block, but a few blocks down, they got a hot tub in their front yard. I kind
2: of like it. So it is, you know, people, especially where I'm from in New Orleans. Orleans. You sit on the front porch and you watch the world go by. You talk to your neighbors. You do all this. This is just elevating the concept of sitting on your front porch watching the world go by. They're they're sitting in the hot tub watching the world go by.
1: And it's weird because every time I drive by it with somebody in the car, I go, I always get excited. I go, Isn't that cool they have a hot tub in their front yard? <laughs> and everyone says this. Nine out of ten passengers say the same thing. Oh, that is so redneck. <laughs> 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 but you kind of grow up in a redneck Area Kev was hot tubs in the front yard a thing? No, we did. That's didn't, expensive.
0: Uh, yeah, we we were. If you had a hot tub, if you had it in the front yard, that's bougie. <laughs> yeah, where I'm from. So yeah, we didn't we didn't have a lot of hot tubs. I think there were maybe two in the whole county, and you knew who they were, and you were impressed.
1: And I remember hot tubs were a thing of oh, I got a hot tub. And now I know a couple people who got a hot tub, and these hot tubs are not that good. Not all hot tubs are created equal. The ones you can get at, I don't want to say the name of the store, but they're a little bit, they break easily. I know three people who've had the, almost the common man Common Woman hot tub, the affordable one. The low-budget hot tub. Yeah, becomes it comes out affordable because you have to keep repairing it. <laughs> so it's kind of like your mayonnaise. You always got to go, not generic with your hot tubs, I think. Got to go with the Cadillac. Okay. But a hot tub in the, the front yard, I kind of endorse that. No, I absolutely endorse that. <laughs> it's your thing, huh? I just thought it was kind of neat. <laughs> it's a bold move. I appreciate well, that. I, I bring it up. Is it only in my area, or do you got, do you got some stories out there? There in Loxahatchee, because I feel like lots, Loxahatchee could have some hot tubs in the front yard. Could. Absolutely. You, you find a place without
0: an HOA, and you might have a hot tub in a front yard. And a
1: person that does that, they're a person that's got the right attitude towards life, in <laughs> my opinion. Because if you've got an attitude with someone who's got a hot tub in the in the front yard, I think the problem's you. Yeah, I agree. Let people put their hot tub wherever they want it. Uh, if they you know, want to sit there and, and and watch the world go by, I think it's kind of awesome. There are some people who do not like any kind of tomfoolery in a front yard where they can see it. Yeah, that's called my HOA. And
2: it's bizarre, because I could give a frog's fat booty what you put in your front yard. Then don't live in an HOA. But
1: I'm not a F- werewolf guy, so. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's true. That you are. You are the talk of the block. What you got on your mind today, Virginia? Well, you guys have been invited. Uh, this Saturday evening is the Palm Beach Holiday Boat Parade. Oh, nice. And they do a big party there. Uh, Little Smiles will be collecting toys. It's the hub there at the North Palm Beach Marina, mm-hmm. where Channel 25 will be broadcasting live and doing the whole thing. They do the commentary. And as the boats go by, you know, it's a contest. Right. And the best boat wins like ten grand. And it's a whole toy drive for little smiles, fun event. There's a bar, so I know you guys would be into it. (laughs) Right. Let me know if you want to be there. And then get us out there. Yeah, it's going to be on the waterways, uh, the whole entire route. There's fireworks, Santa. It's this Saturday night.
0: Okay. Yeah, I know a lot of the uh, boat stuff is going on. In fact, they had uh, some tree lighting stuff last night, Delray Beach. They had their 100 foot. Tall Tree, Palm Beach, They lit that uh, ritzy little thing there by Tiffany and company. And, uh, man, they had a huge old block party in Las Olas last night. Oh. Yeah. It was uh, pretty crazy, and so was the traffic if you're trying to get into uh, downtown Fort Lauderdale. But, On a
1: Tuesday.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they go uh, all off. In fact, uh, my daughter was there last night, and, uh, yeah, they, they get big old stages and all kinds of stuff. She sent me a video of... Some of the live performances that were going on downtown Lauderdale last night. That's a night.
2: major stage. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah, they, they don't play
2: there. Is that free? Uh, yeah, it wow. is. Yeah, it's the
0: uh, thing they do every single year, the uh, Las Olas. Okay, very nice. Yeah, sent me uh, lots of photos. And I realized that my wife's new charger she gave me for my phone does not work. So my battery's no. about that. I got you covered. We got a charger <laughs> here?
1: I, mm Debatable, but there's like a 50% chance you do.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: It looks
2: like somebody's been chewing on it, but we got one. Okay. People
1: keep people keep stealing our stuff.
0: <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, other than uh, my phone battery being dead, what I got on my mind here today is they had a, another round of hard knocks last night for the Miami Dolphins on HBO. It is awesome because, man, it's just uh, crazy how up-to-date... They are with the storylines happening. If you watch it on Tuesday, you're going to see what happened on the field for the Dolphins on Sunday. And unfortunately for the Miami Dolphins on Sunday, Jalen Phillips, really great defensive end that just was playing lights out. Having the, a career kind of year where he was just making those kind of marks. He unfortunately, he blew out his Achilles, much like Aaron Rodgers did on the exact same field earlier this season. And the uh, first game, and uh, you got to see a little bit more of the inside of Jalen Phillips and uh, what had happened with that. And he pretty much knew right away some of the audio that they had on Hard Knocks. He said right away, "I think my bleeping whatever popped my Achilles." Oh, oh, he said it felt like someone bleeping shot me in my bleeping Achilles. I thought somebody had like stepped on me. They oh. say
1: that's one of the worst feeling injuries out there—the old Achilles.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and it's they. It used to be it uh, at least was something that you didn't really come back from for at least a full year. Now we're still waiting to see what happens with Aaron Rodgers because he took all of like four snaps for the Jets before he blew out his Achilles on that MetLife Turf. Four snaps, eleven mushrooms. Yes,
2: <laughs> and he's been out there though. Yeah, he's been going out at practice and going out before the game and throwing the ball around. And they're saying he's like putting weight on it and everything. I'm like, how is that possible?
1: Teasing everybody, getting yeah. them all all fired up. He's a tease. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So
0: uh, we'll see. You know, a lot of people are out there coming. In fact, Aaron Rodgers, who uh, did that, you know, they're playing the Jets, and he was kind of there. And he was, um, you know, he's hoping to contact Jalen Phillips and talk to him because he, he's going to give him all the information of everything he did to rehab his Achilles. So hopefully Jalen Phillips can see the same kind of results. Dan Marino, Miami Dolphins quarterback, he had also blown out his Achilles once in his career. So he was there. Jalen Phillips was kind of crying on his shoulder because he was just so upset. Uh, because he was playing so well. In that game, he had a sack, three tackles for a loss, a pass deflection. Wow. It was in the fourth quarter, and so you got to see kind of the insides of that and a lot more of the emotion uh, that was with it. And so his parents, I think, go to pretty much every single game. You'll see them oftentimes you know, rooting him on, and so I know they were devastated by it as well. But you got to see a little bit more of that. Fun thing that you got to see, too, last night, if you haven't watched it yet, Christian Wilkins, He uh, comes out, and he's getting ready to do his interview with Hard Knocks, and he comes in without a shirt on. (laughs) Yeah. So, And then he gets dressed in front of the cameras.
2: Bring the sexy.
0: Yeah, if you want to see some sexy from Christian Wilkins, that is on HBO and Hard Knocks, something that you can check out. Coming up here in just a couple of minutes, you're talking about uh, HOAs. Well, here's a little fight between an HOA and a dad. What do you think about noisy kids playing outside? Should there be a regulator on them? The HOA says yes. We'll hear the fight next on the KBJ Show. Well, Xavier was talking about how nice it is in his neighborhood without an HOA. You can even have a hot tub in your front yard. Hey, how about that, huh? That's fun and festive. But these HOAs, you know, I, look, I, I do get the concept of an HOA, so I don't want to completely poo-poo on it. You want to have a nice neighborhood, and sometimes you have that one neighbor that just doesn't do anything to take care of things, and they go renegade, and They don't
2: do their lawn. (laughs) It's dirty. Right. Their house brings down the value of your house. That you don't want. Exactly.
0: But... There are a lot of times where the HOA goes way overboard on stuff that doesn't matter. It's not something that's seen. It's really infringing upon people's true rights to enjoy a home and do what they want in that home.
2: Or have a pool in the backyard. Right,
0: exactly, Virginia. You devils. And this might be one of those incidences. there is a viral clip that is going around with an HOA mom taking on this dad because she is upset that his... Teenage daughter and some of her friends, they're kind of running around. They're making noise. Now, this is around Halloween, but they're doing (laughs) as kids do. Kids go and they make some noise. How dare
2: they trick or treat? It's just kind of the nature
0: of what happens. (laughs) So here is this mom coming up to this dad's door and trying to throw around a little bit of power and letting him know that he needs to keep these noisy kids inside. Here's what HOA mom had to say. Hey, so I'm going to ask
3: you Mm -hmm. to keep them inside. For what okay, reason? so I am the president of POA. I've had numerous people complaining about a noise complaint. Numerous. I numerous. came out to walk the neighborhood just to see what was going on, mm-hmm. and they are hiding in the bushes, barking at me. For <laughs> <laughs> <Damn>, kid. <laughs> <laughs> they're
2: hiding in the bushes, barking at me. Well, look, they feel your dark, cold energy, lady, and these kids are <laughs> messing with you because they hate you. They're
3: barking at me.
2: <laughs> oh man!
3: I understand that, but when I have like multiple—it's nine fifteen. I know. 10 o'clock if I they're know. But loud, I'm telling we'll you, on our Canterbury site, I mean, I have like almost ten houses now contacted. Me. Okay. Wow. I hate this job. I really did obviously you don't because you're still doing it well no i'm, I'm about to give it up actually yeah. at the next meeting
1: uh-huh. i just want to make sure that there's uh just in case it plays there's a bad word at the very very last of the clip oh the, there is okay said, the guy says gd just to give you a heads up at I the got very you. very end
3: okay but i've had numerous complaints i just came out yeah. here to say hey but then they're like barking at me and running they're doing kids stuff.
2: They're kids. <laughs> <laughs> they're running, Kevin. They're running. These they're barking. Kids are running. How dare they? The big <laughs> debate online was
1: the fact that it was past nine o'clock at night. It's nine fifteen. It's nine fifteen, and they they got multiple, multiple over ten complaints about them screaming. So and she screamed. says. So she says. So, so she says. says. They didn't
0: have ten. Yeah, they always inflate that number. It's kind of like the whole thing when you have a guy that's pulled over for driving under the influence. Too and beers. How, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's, it's, that's HOA math. Two beers. We, we were talking about there's different kind of math. Yes, there's there's drunk driver math, and then there's HOA mom math. And ten houses means it's Two. her that's upset. No, it's just her, her
2: and and maybe one other that she already got riled up. <laughs> the other
0: HOA mom was like, can you believe that these kids are out here doing this? They're being kids. They're How dare they run? <laughs> it does bring up the interesting debate because we did have this the other day with Call em Out. Somebody was calling out uh, the landscaping crew or else the person who was doing yard work with either a leaf blower, a lawnmower, whatever it was. It was 8.30 a.m. on a Sunday morning. And somebody sent us that different cities have these time specs on exactly what it should be in Fort Lauderdale, it was on a Sunday, it's 9 a.m. until, I think, 7 p.m. is what they'd say. And after 7 p.m., then they do want things to be a little bit more quiet. So you're 9-15. So do you think these kids are out of bounds, the fact that it's 9-15?
1: Now, okay, let's let's play both sides here. If, yeah. if, if it's 9-15 and kids are screaming to the point where... They're barking and they're you know going crazy and running people's yards and they're 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 being slightly out of line. Mm -hmm. I feel like as a parent, hey kids, keep it down a little bit. It's nine fifteen. I think both people can kind of kind Mm -hmm. of agree to all right. Maybe let's let's make sure my kids aren't being so over the top to where they're infringing on anyone's peace past nine. Mm -hmm. And then I also think the HOA can kind of slow their rolls well too. I think everyone's got to kind of hashtag be cool, and that's such an impossible thing. (laughs) Good luck with that. If I was that HO
2: lady, HOA lady, uh, here's your move. You get in the bushes, too, and start barking back at these kids. That would be amazing. I
1: remember there was a a place where me and Denny's lived at, and and we we love kids, but there was was this one neighbor we would have. Their kids would climb in the tree, and they would start banging on people's windows Mm. and screaming in people's windows, and people would complain about that, and they kind of had the same attitude of... Of kids are just being kids. I, mean, I remember it was 7 o'clock in the, in the 7 o'clock hour on a Sunday and they were throwing things at people's windows and people were complaining. That's out of line.
0: That's out of line. That's yeah, not it's
1: parenting it. your kid.
0: And the kids can't be making noise in someone else's yard. If they're running up to other people's houses and they're making noise or they're banging on doors then that's completely out of line. That's that's actually not acceptable at any time of day. Agreed. Whatsoever. If the kids are just in the street or on a sidewalk or a common area where anyone is allowed then to me, I would say 10 p.m. on a weekend, if it's Friday or Saturday night, cool. And I would say, I, I do think 9 p.m. on a weeknight is probably the time that you need to probably calm it down a little bit with the noise.
1: And if there were really legit calls, let's say there was five complete, all different calls going, man, these kids are unruly, they, it's to a point where it's really infringing on everyone's peace. Do you really, do you stand by the kids at that point? If it's past 9 o'clock, multiple people are calling saying they are unruly.
0: Yeah. If it's past 9 o'clock and they're. And I'm getting calls about that being unruly. I'm just going to ask the kids to come inside. Of course. I'm, I'm not going to play like this dad did. I, I really think that this is what you see so often. You've got two people that are in the wrong, and they're fighting passionately about their wrong side to each other.
1: That's exactly what I thought when I saw that clip. I got two people that are, both are annoying. Both
0: are wrong, and they're doubling down on the wrong, and they're getting nowhere with this. Because, yeah, I, I do think at this point— I, you don't have the framework on what day of the week this is. You Did, don't have the framework on if these girls were in other people's yards.
2: Why was it? Was it videoed? Did was she videoing it? Because you can this hear this is
0: a doorbell cam. Yeah, oh. she's,
1: she's coming up. And, and again, so he
2: is the one that put this out there. Yeah,
1: But you can hear you can hear them at the beginning of the club. I mean, it it sounds like it's Armageddon. I mean, they're they're loud. They're definitely loud. And if you are the neighbor next door and they're barking and hissing and screaming and doing all this stuff, mm-hmm. I. I would, if I was the dad and I knew my kids were infringing on someone else's peace yep. past 9 p.m., I'd make sure my kids weren't doing that. I'm just being, that's how I
0: would I roll. agree. I think you should bring them in. I think that the HOA lady might be a little bit over the top. I don't believe that there are 10 people that are complaining about this.
2: I don't believe that she hates her job. But to agree, me, yeah.
0: Well. <laughs> she does. And he, he makes a good point. He's like, well, yeah, you're here doing it. But to me, that would be one of the things. And if you do talk about the guidance of an HOA, that would be exactly what the laws are like in Fort Lauderdale, where you have a guidance saying, you know, hey, you can do what you want, and here are the, here are the guidelines if you're out making noise. And you do have kids, because there are going to be homes with kids. Here are the rules. Here are the guidances. And you can just pull it out and say, look, you, you're part of the HOA. You agreed to live in this neighborhood. Here are the rules that we have. It is past 9 p.m. The kids just can't be out making that kind of noise. And
1: be careful with blanket statements like... The kids are just being kids. I've seen parents use that before while a kid takes a baseball bat and hits another person's car. Oh, kids being kids. Yeah. <laughs> no, it always fall under that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a, a little bit of wrong on uh, both sides.
2: Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever
0: you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Had a viral clip a couple minutes ago of an HOA mom that was going after a dad whose teenage daughter and her friends were... Causing all kinds of noise around the neighborhood at 9:15 p.m. at night, and she was trying to say tens of people have complained about the noise. Please keep them indoors. And the dad was like, "It's only 9:15 p.m. Shove it." So there was a big old fight about that. It's part of what HOA does, though. They try to lay down some ground rules that everybody hopefully will be cool on the neighborhood block and abide by. And uh, Robert sent us an email. He lives in the uh, Sunny Isle area there, just a little bit uh, north of Miami, you know, all the big old high-rise condos. Yes,
2: right there along the beach.
0: Yeah, and he said, lately I've noticed drones spying in people's windows, including mine. Whoa. And I looked up the laws online to see, and apparently um, my building's HOA won't do anything, and the cops don't seem to care. I was wondering if your audience might have any advice, because it's starting to become a real problem here.
1: I thought there were laws on these drones. I thought you couldn't look in
0: people's windows with a drone. You shouldn't, and that's what, to me, would be frustrating. If you have an HOA in your building, and they're like, oh well, and you call the cops, they're
1: like, eh, 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 oh well, Mm. I'm going to exercise my right to swing a bat.
2: Yeah, I'd be taking some matters into my own hands.
1: If there was a legit drone peered in your window... I don't think anyone's going to give you any crap for knocking that thing down.
2: Or get a paintball gun and uh, practice target shooting. On your friend's nards, like you've done with me. You can get good at paintball. And paintball hurts. You could knock paintball. You will knock that drone really senseless. <laughs> you might just
1: knock. You might. I don't know. Some of these drones are pretty powerful these days. Don't miss
2: though. <laughs> you just, if you pull out a paintball gun and start firing randomly, don't miss and hit a person. Hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a really good question. I don't know what are people doing. Is that are you having a problem with that? If you are one of those people that lives in some of the high rises, either in Sunny Isle Beach or in Brickell or. I can't imagine that would be a thing in Brickell, but yeah, I guess Sunny Isle Beach, it's not as uh, densely packed.
2: Oh, man. I would love if someone tried to do this to me and I was in a high rise. I would consider it a challenge to now shoot that drone down with a paintball gun.
1: See, we just have different strategies because I would end up giving them the best show they've ever, <laughs> ever wanted. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Strip tease over here. Why beat them with hate? What if you beat them with love? Showgirls. <laughs> he would get it.
0: Alex suggests reporting it to the FAA.
1: I feel like they're gonna go, oh, We don't care.
0: Yeah, if if the cops are in Sunny Isles Beach, are gonna take care of it. I, yeah, I don't know. Is the FAA, because it seems like that's the only thing. You know, because another comment, Crystal said, yeah, you're in Miami, though. I mean, the cops have other things to do. That's just it. Are they going to prioritize a drone that is flying around somebody's
1: window? And no. sometimes you can call the cops to a situation, and now the drone's nowhere to be around. Exactly. It's just right. a
2: story, and you're not going to be able to find wherever the guy. If he's smart, so you're yeah, not going to be able to find the guy holding the remote control.
1: They're probably not going to do a full on investigation on the drone unless they see a guy in the parking lot with the drone. That's why you need to get a paintball gun. Or that's mm. why you need to learn how to dance. <laughs>
2: And make sure whatever paintballs you pick just match the color of the building in the opposite direction that you're shooting at, you know.
0: Well, what would happen if you knock down a drone and it lands on somebody and you're the one that brought the drone down?
1: <laughs> you kill somebody from the drone falling. Right. You, oh, oh, that'd be that, terrible. That's such a case that's so going to happen. And not to mention, <laughs> if you're firing a paintball
0: gun off a balcony in Sunny oh, Isle, then... Terrible advice Virginia's yeah. giving. My advice
1: is to dance, baby. <laughs>
0: Because all a neighbor would see is somebody <laughs> on the balcony with a gun firing off something, and they can't Sniper. see what it is.
1: Seriously, who who just gave off the worst advice? <laughs> or By
0: far. Right? <laughs> okay. It's both bad, but yeah.
2: Some choose violence. Violence versus
0: love. <laughs> Lily brought up something that might be going on, though. If you are in uh, one of the high-rises, she said that they use drones to check balconies. Think about the HOA and how they regulate things. They would in those kind of... Uh, Uh, places, they would regulate what you have on your balcony and what's going on. And maybe the HOA themselves is using the drone to see do you have things you're not supposed to have on your balcony.
1: Well, we know that the, the sheriff's department did that, at least according to Denny's, who's on the balcony at our old place. And a drone with the sheriff logo came down. While he was relaxing. But if you want to mess with people,
2: get a drone and put a Palm Beach County Sheriff's logo
1: on that drone. Because we've talked about this story before, and I think the sheriff, someone from the sheriff's department said, we don't have drones like that. But bro, that wasn't us. We weren't sure if it was a fake sheriff drone or a fake sheriff email. We're just we get faked out a lot. <laughs>
0: yeah. I guess the only thing you can do is just try to make a video of the drone and yeah, I don't know who you really contact. That would be very frustrating though. If you feel like a drone is hovering outside of your window and it looks like it's trying to look in your window, that would be really annoying. It's
1: the modern day of fighting. You fight with your cameras now. You put, you put you a do. phone on me, I put a phone on you. You That's, do. What's always so funny in these fights and meltdowns publicly, someone will be filming Kevin having a meltdown, and he's right. clearly in the wrong. But then the person having the meltdown sees that you're filming, and they go, oh, yeah? Well, I'm going to film you now. But it's the person having the meltdown, and they're usually too mad to even get their camera on. <laughs> right. <laughs> so now you have a double awesome meltdown on camera. When
2: you're mad, your thumbs don't work as well. Hmm.
0: All right. Yeah, that is a uh, good problem. We'll see if we can get a better answer for you than uh, what we came up with, Robert. Any other uh, issues you got, you can send them to us via email, mail at kvjshow.com. We're talking about uh, noisy teens. And boy, the teenagers made some noise at Monarch High School in Coconut Creek yesterday. They walked out of school in a protest. There is an issue that is going on there at the school with a transgender player on the girls' volleyball team. And the Broward County Public School District had announced that they were going to be reassigning several administrators, including the principal, the athletic director, a couple of the volleyball coaches. And many of the students were angered by that, who sided with the transgender athlete. And they got up, walked out of school. They did usher him into the parking lot. So it wasn't like they said, peace, which I would have done. They uh, went back in at about uh, 1230 p.m., but it was enough that it made the news and they are going up against this law that Governor DeSantis had signed in 2021 that banned students born as males from participating in sports for women. This is one of those big fights that is happening. And I know there's a lot of vocal people on both sides of this argument. And there doesn't seem to be a good compromise yet that anybody has found in the middle for this.
1: Have fun with these calls, Denny's
0: yeah <laughs> this is just alerting you that it's happening we're not taking one side or the other I don't feel like fighting out this issue today right now on the show no
1: we
2: fight about important stuff like is the hot dog a sandwich That's which, right.
1: which, which we enough, kind of settled yesterday got daddy some hate phone calls <laughs> he got him a death threat <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: uh, so we'll see what uh, winds up happening here now that same student and I guess you know one of the big issues with this the um, safe, schools in south florida it's an lgbtq advocacy group they said you know the one thing that they don't like about this is that such actions can inflict irreversible psychological harm and betray the trust that every student should have in their educational institution so kind of of an outing in a way so they're not even really naming the student Uh, in saying that, but uh, they did say that this student and her parents had sued the state in 2021 and named the school district as a co-defendant trying to overturn the law that DeSantis came out with, and a federal judge has sided with the state. So it is something they are not winning in the courts, and now the school districts are forced to go on ahead and execute what the state law is. And right now, the... uh, Florida Education Department is saying that the administrators violated the law and they're going to face strict consequences. So these students are trying to support those administrators and the student that is there. So it is a fight that is continuing to get a little bit louder in South Florida. Coming up here in just a couple of minutes. You know, a lot of times it's nice to see when kids do support other kids. That doesn't always happen. Jaybird's got a friend whose 14-year-old son is being called a simp. How bad is it in the terms of bullying vernacular? If you've never heard of it, we'll let you know what it is next.
3: It's KBJ.
0: Bullying is something that's been around forever, probably will be around forever. The best thing you can really do is try to help your kids through any kind of bullying that might be going on. But it's hard as a parent, because even though a lot of the tactics of bullies do remain the same from one generation to the next, the way they bully sometimes is different. And sometimes the terms and the words that they use to mock each other change. And as a parent, you may not always know what those words mean. And Jaybird's buddy's got an issue with a 14-year-old kid that is being called a simp. And you're like, okay, well, how bad is that? Because not all words rank the same
1: on the bully scale. Well, the parents are going, what the heck does this even mean, a simp? They're like looking it up on the internet, and now they're even more confused. (laughs) Does it mean a simpleton? (laughs) A simple person? I did
0: a little bit of a deeper dive, because I didn't fully understand it myself. I've not heard the term used. It's big
1: on the internet.
0: What I found on a simp, if you don't know, and for your buddy, it says it's an insult to call someone, typically a man, who is desperate for the attention and affection of someone else, typically a woman. This obsession often continues even after rejection. So it's somebody that really wants the affection of a girl, and she may not be giving him the time of day, but he won't let it go. And so somebody is leaning in on him because of that. They say that simp can have different contexts depending upon the age group using it, whether it be middle or high school. So we're talking about a 14-year-old, so we're talking you know, late middle school to early high school here. Now, they say it's sort of like teasing someone, kind of like, well, you've left us to go hang out with your friends. You're simping us. That might be more of how they use it in
1: high school. And he, he's not friends with these 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 dudes that are picking on him or trying to go out. So that wouldn't him. be the but
0: connotation of so simp. From
1: what I would gather, there was a girl involved who did not like him, and yes. he was still pining, and then they... We're calling him a simp over that. And this is something that's happened through the test of time. I can't
0: tell you how many girls I was into in junior <laughs> and high school that wanted nothing to do with me.
1: Simpy Ralston. I was, <laughs> until you grew that mullet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that mullet had power. If you were talking about high school superlatives,
0: mine would have my photo and just would have said Simp. <laughs> simp. <laughs>
1: You're the simp of the 90s. I was the simp of the
0: 90s. I was a simp before a simp was a simp. Yeah, so the one thing, as a parent though, is these terms change and the teasing is a little bit different. They do say, just make sure that you know it's being received in a playful manner and used playfully. Because it can be used playfully, so you may not want to overreact if you hear your kid's being called a simp. But it can be used a little bit more intensely.
1: The way this is going down, this is not a fun, oh, you're my buddy simp. No, it's there. (laughs) This is a karate kid situation.
0: Yeah, they're really leaning down on this is what they're going after him for.
1: Well, they're not friends. They're not even in a friend group with you other
0: yeah they say if it's a little bit more intense the best way to deal with a lot of these kind of insults is just kind of owning it and refusing to be ashamed because look you're not doing anything that is not happening with tons of other kids in your grade and has happened with kids throughout the ages
1: the the, the two but the two words I do see like simp simps and incels I see a lot on the the internet.
0: I haven't heard the incels. Really? No, that's brand new to me. I'll send you the literature. Okay. It's a thing. Yeah. So that would be the only thing. And it might be a time, too, to help them understand that even as you get into your 20s and a little bit later on in life, that you do have to watch if you are into somebody about not coming on too strong too fast. Because... At about any age, that could still be kind of a turnoff and can look bad.
2: Absolutely.
0: And there might be a life lesson in this for the kid to learn at an earlier age to say, hey, as you get older, it's understandable to like somebody that especially may not like you at first, but be careful about how hard and how strong you come on.
2: And also, too... Use this as a teaching moment for your youngster to understand reciprocation. Yeah. When you throw it out there and you don't get it back, that's your answer. For Stop no matter, throwing it out there. For no
1: matter what who you are, exactly. guy, girl, whatever, whatever the situation Friend, is, lover. When you keep pushing the issue on, if someone don't like you and you keep on pining, and pining it does get uncomfortable for that person. Mm -hmm. And you have to be able to be in tune with
2: those vibes that the other person will send back to you. And maybe if you don't have it organically, your parents can teach it to you. How to read somebody, body language, Mm -hmm. what they're saying, what they're feeling, how they're holding their demeanor. Like, If somebody's not giving you back the affection that you're giving them, that's your answer. They don't have to necessarily say no with with their words. They can say no with how they're carrying themselves.
0: Right, exactly. So you've got a good, valuable lesson in all of this nonsense. So,
1: you know, and I, and I can say this because they're not in the area. I, this is going to be a good lesson, I think, for their—I I think he needs to toughen up a little bit. I yeah. he needs to, he's got to toughen up a little because he's kind of, he's he's doing some things that are making people go at him. Got okay. it. And, and yeah. I, and I, I personally think he could probably cut a lot of that out if he uh-huh. cut out some of his ways. He yeah. could be more emotionally in tune with how
2: you deal with this navigating new relationship, love. Yes. Because in, in the beginning, none of us know how to do it. Man,
1: 14 years old is a weird time to BHU. I feel like once you get into sure. double digits from 12 to like 15. Your body's on. changing. Everything's changing. Your face is changing. Everything is just the biggest Your thing hormones. For, for a lot of people, it is. And then if you got, then on top of that, if you got a dysfunctional family. Forget
0: about it. Yeah. You. The thing I noticed, you know, I got a 15-year-old son is that you're starting to deal with more real-world problems and you yet haven't had the training on how to emotionally deal with them yet. And that's why I think it's a lot. And then the hormones.
1: Yeah, and you can't believe it's going that way for you. You just can't believe
0: it. There's a lot of life lessons (laughs) app around these ages, so...
1: (laughs) If uh, you got your own
0: situation, want a little feedback on it, send us an email. Mail at KVJshow.com. KVJ. It's the KVJ Dirt of the Day. It's the
1: KVJ Dirt of the Day. Virginia, take it away. Because you know we need that Dirt of the Day.
2: The Dirt of the Day, powered by Giving Juice. Well, it looks as though Diddy is stepping down. From one of his gigs. Now, he has, since 2013, been the chairman of Revolt Music-Oriented Television Network. Do we know what that is, Kevin? Yes. We do.
0: Yeah, it's it's a lot of hip-hop.
2: Okay. So he co-founded this. He's been the chairman. And now, I guess, with all the heat from these sexual assault lawsuits, he is stepping down from revolt. Uh, The reps put out a statement yesterday saying, look, you know, we got to... Separate for a little bit. Uh, he'll still be like you know around, but he will not be involved in day to day business. This is because we want Revolt to remain focused on meaningful content for the culture and not be focused on Diddy's issues and lawsuits.
1: So pretty much do what WWE did. He's still working, but you still see him being the face. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. That, that is
0: that's, pretty I mean, much that's honestly, the new way. Yeah. They really did set the the, the the path on how to do that, where the they realize the CEO needs to step aside so you can appease the masses and the people with the pitchforks and torches.
2: And <laughs> we'll sit down. Yeah. But they're still, <laughs> but they're still <laughs> there. But they're still there. Vince McMahon was brilliant and created this brilliant thing. And it this looks, is now how everybody yeah. does
1: it. They, they have been going after Vince McMahon since the 80s, Virginia. Good luck. Good luck. Y'all ain't going to get this old dog. <laughs> uh,
0: I know you like uh, when 50 Cent trolls. Did you see what he had to do? I did. Uh, what did he do? I mean, I
2: love a good 50 cent troll and he's talking about how he would love to buy the company revolt now that the price is low <laughs> he's like i know Cadillac and att they're gonna be pulling out they're not gonna be there uh, he's like i'll give
0: you a few dollars now for it
2: that is quite amazing he said
0: sell it to me and then we can be friends because they're not friends I said I'm serious. Call my phone.
2: I love that. Trolling on an epic level. It just it makes me really happy. He always
0: picks his moments, man. You notice that 50 Cent just loves when another celebrity's down. They jump right in. But
1: remember when the internet gave him back after he played at the Super Bowl? They're, they were saying he was kind of chubby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did he address it? I thought he had said something about He does him. get his own back,
3: yeah. <laughs> you know. It's pretty you're gonna, awesome. you
2: yeah. <laughs> um, In other news, I guess there's a new Michael Jackson biopic. Do you know about this, Kev? I just saw this uh, blurb today on it that I don't uh, have a lot of
0: insight on it.
2: There's a nephew, I guess, in the family that looks just like Michael, and he's going to play Michael in the biopic? Okay. I am down for this. There's
1: been a few of these. I don't know. Do you guys remember? I believe it was about the, the Jackson 5 with Michael, but they'd always run it on VH1. I think it was four hours long. It was back in the day. You don't remember this? I do. I do remember this. But yeah, there's been several of them. And I feel like they made the music movies corny back then. I think they do it better now. They did,
0: yeah. They're they're a lot better. Uh, these days. In fact, I I pretty much love most of the ones that they come out with.
2: Focus on the real drama and the real stories because those are better than anything cheesy Mm. you can make up or
1: dramatize. But if they get involved, you're not going to get the real drama. That's just how it goes. Queen, all all of the movies, they're not going to give you the stuff you really want. There is uh, (laughs)
0: one that is coming out next week on December 6th, you might like, on Apple TV. It's called John Lennon Murder Without a Trial. And here's the trailer for it. Lennon was walking in, and this kid says, John Lennon.
1: This guy just shot John Lennon. The alleged Mark killer D- is Mark D- David Chapman. Chapman. Chapman is a photographer from Hawaii. He actually apologized to us. He said, gee, I'm sorry, I ruined your night. And I says, you gotta be kidding me. You just ruined your whole life. His intention was to bring fame
0: to himself. Was
1: religion a And he said, my name is Mark David Chapman. You'll
2: remember my name. Nobody's ever given peace a complete chance. Gandhi tried it, Martin Luther King tried it, but they were shocked.
0: It's got me. You you want that? I want to check it out. Yeah, Ooh. I I don't know. I was I was too young. I think that happened in 1980. I was seven years old. It was 1980 December, and I haven't done a deep dive into the shooting of John Lennon, and that would be a great way to do it. It's
1: so weird and creepy to go back to old broadcasts and listen to it happen sure. in real yeah. time. Howard Cosell, yeah, he's, I believe it's Howard Cosell. It's a football Probably game. Probably would be, and he's like, I want yeah, to break you're right. in real quick. I've and seen that clip. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm.
2: And finally here, uh, Matthew Perry's stepfather, Keith Morrison. You know him from Dateline. Uh, he has spoken out for the first time following Matthew Perry, his stepson's death. Um, he took to Twitter to tell everybody, look, please, if you can, for Giving Tuesday, do what you can to donate. Um, Matthew Perry was really big into trying to help people recover from addiction which you know he struggled with and was big about helping people Matthew Perry helped lots of people with their addiction issues and trying to get past it and uh, also Jennifer Aniston as well took to Instagram to encourage people to support the Matthew Perry Foundation and said Matthew would have been grateful for the love
1: yes, yes, yes. that's my Jennifer Aniston yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's Uh-oh. your
0: Jennifer Aniston? Oh, I'm
1: working on it yeah. Would have been great well, I, shame. I would
0: have been here a week with wrong guesses. That is the worst.
1: All right, all right Kevin, all right. <laughs>
0: That's, that's really bad. <laughs> that's really bad, man. That may be, gosh, that's worse than anything Denny's has ever done.
1: I've been working hard on it. <laughs> It's
2: terrible. <laughs>
0: wow, it's so bad.
2: And that's what's going on on your stink bomb of a dirt.
0: Oh, man, I love that. Yeah, i singing for myself.
3: Man. Yeah, he is. Good heavens.
0: Uh, celebrities having a birthday today. Anna Ferris. She was in, it was a scary movie, I believe the mom in that and uh, she's done a bunch of other things as well she's cute I yeah. like
1: her the she's, bun- she's in the bunny the playboy bunny yeah movie. adorable she was uh, once married to Chris
0: Pratt Pratt, Pratt. yep she's, she's 47, 47 today mm-hmm uh, Jonathan Knight from New Kids on the Block turning 55 years old. Don Cheadle, the great actor, is 59. And Howie Mandel, the germaphobe, turned 68 today. Got a happy fifth birthday to the Wednesday Adams loving girl, Aria. Love mom, dad, and Wyatt. And there she Aww, is. Oh,
2: look at that cutie. KBJTV. TV. Keep that mischief. You can tell she likes to get into mischief. Yeah, she does. I love that spirit. Happy 11th birthday, Piper
0: M, you're such a shining star in everyone's lives from mom, dad, Jason, Steph, Marley, and all the dogs. Happy fifth birthday to my funny girl, Sinclair from mommy, daddy, all your friends and fur babies. Chloe. Hey, listen every day. Thank you guys so much. Happy 13th birthday to an amazing son and brother Landon. Can't wait to celebrate tonight from mommy, daddy, Hannah, Bugsy, Jackson, Charlie. Also, got an email from the mom of Cooper the Pooper. Yes, we have a huge family. That was addressed yesterday on the after the show. Somebody <laughs> was asking. Cooper is two, and we love saying Cooper the Pooper. And Jason, he runs on Duncan. So if you do know, are the on birthdays, there's Cooper the Pooper.
2: They give that kid coffee, and boy, does he poop after he drinks that coffee. And hey, look at that cool donut. It's a oh cool that's donut. that's the Halloween donut at Dunkin. It is a spider with a munchkin in the center. It is so cool. I mean, that is such
0: yeah. an amazing
1: donut for kids. Yeah. <laughs> that is
0: pretty good. What do you think is the favorite holiday classic that Americans love to rewatch every year more than any other?
2: It's got to be It's got to be Christmas vacation. It's the one that holds up the best.
1: Disagree. It's going to be the one where Rudolph gets bullied the entire movie. Oh, you think
0: that's it? It's a classic. Okay. You both are wrong. <laughs> the KVJ show. I know for you Virginia, your favorite holiday classic to rewatch every year is Christmas Vacation.
2: Absolutely. It holds up. It's just the right balance of raunch mm. and comedy and there's so Clark Griswold might be my favorite of all time. It's great because it has so many quotable lines, and that's why
0: I love seeing it, because you know it's coming, but every time, you just love hearing the line delivered.
2: I was walking in last night talking S-Bomb about my neighbor's Christmas decorations, and I thought for a moment, man, I'm just like the Griswold's neighbors on Christmas vacation. Julia Louis-Dreyfus. And her man. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's how I sounded last night. I I had to catch myself and go, oh, my gosh, what am I doing? Well,
0: according to Yahoo! and the poll they did, 25% of the people agreed that that was one of their favorite holiday classics to rewatch every year, but that was only good for sixth place.
2: Sixth place? Yes. Okay. Already, I am looking with a little
0: stank eye at your list. Yeah, I kind of the same thing, but hey, th- there are some big bangers ahead of it. Now, Burr, what would you say is the one for you? Favorite holiday classic to rewatch every year, what would you think would be number one?
1: Oh, Silent Night, Deadly Night.
0: Okay. <laughs> Without a doubt, right? What?
1: A, well, that's my personal What is thing. that? It's a horror movie oh. about Christmas time. It's, oh. And there's also a Tales from the Crypt episode where an escaped mental uh, Never mind, it's, it's too early to talk about this, <laughs> but it's
2: very good. You
1: are what you watch, escaped and, mental. And I, and I do love uh, the, the claymation.
0: Yes, the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. That actually finished ahead of Christmas Vacation. 29% of people said they re that. Ugh.
1: And there's another one that doesn't get a lot of love, and I think it's probably one of the best ever made. It's the Mickey Mouse Christmas Carol, but they do the Scrooge. Whole, the, the Scrooge. Scrooge one. That one, I think that one's so amazing. Is that the one that has Scrooge McDuck? Yes, <laughs> it is, yeah. I think that one is so
0: good. It's good. That one didn't make the top ten. I honestly agree with a lot of the top ten. In fact, uh, many of them are the ones that would be my own personal list. Christmas Vacation is probably my number one now. When I was a kid and into my 20s, it was Rudolph, which is number four on the list. The one that they have at number 1 is one that we do seem to watch a little bit more frequently because I think my kids like it. It came out in the 90s a little bit for a younger audience. Home Alone. Oh, that's a great one. 34% said that is the holiday classic they rewatch every year.
2: Rocco loves Home Alone. He watches that even when it's not Christmas. Okay. He just loves the fact that this little kid is sure. getting one over on the Wet Bandits. He's, he's a, There's a little
0: Rocco in, Kevin McAllister.
2: Absolutely.
1: Is, the one, the the claymation one about, uh, is it claymation or is it a cartoon where it's old school snowman,
0: Frosty. Frosty, that's animation. Is that on the list? No, it's not in the top 10.
1: Is that because it's creepy and not very good? (laughs) I think so. (laughs) Are you regretting bringing it up? Very much so.
0: (laughs) The ones they have, they got Home Alone at number one, A Christmas Story at number two. That's You'll shoot your eye out, kid, right? You
1: hate that movie. I'm not it a huge fan of it. It is beloved.
0: Well, it's got to be because TBS plays it on loop for 24 or 48 hours or whatever it is over Christmas. So It is a
2: good movie. If you love the Scrooge McDuck, A Christmas Carol, The Maltz is doing it this weekend. I think I'm going to go see it live on stage, A Christmas Carol. Not with Scrooge McDuck, with Ebenezer Scrooge, the original one. Oh. Yeah. That's not,
1: that's not Scrooge McDuck, though.
2: No, it's the original one that it was based on. Who is regretting bringing stuff up now? (laughs) I'm not, because I am excited. I love the theater. Mm
1: -hmm. I do love the theater. Well,
0: come with us. (laughs) They put a Charlie Brown Christmas at three, 32%.
1: Uh, Yo, that's kind of... Charlie Brown gets kind of sad at times.
0: It's it drags.
1: It drags. When I was
0: younger, it was that and Rudolph that I would watch every single year. But then as I got older, I just realized, gosh, this is kind of really a bummer.
1: And they sing that one really sad Christmas. Christmas (tossed) Your family's dead. It's just it's got a very sad holiday. I don't think that's the lyric. That's how I feel when I hear it. Dang.
0: One that is uh, climbing up a bit, though, is a favorite holiday classic to rewatch every year: Elf, in at number five. Elf is great. Okay, mm-hmm.
2: I love Elf. People love it.
0: Yeah. Do you realize that uh, Elf is twenty years old this year?
2: Shut up. We old?
0: That's crazy,
1: right? <laughs> that is
2: crazy.
0: That is
1: that is crazy. Twenty years. That's officially. Old. Oh my gosh, Kevin! Yeah.
0: Stop. I'll give you a little uh, fact or fiction uh, coming up here in a couple minutes about uh, Elf. See, there's some interesting little tidbits about that movie and how it was made.
2: Ooh, I love this. Mm -hmm.
0: The other ones that were in the top ten, they've got It's a Wonderful Life at seven. Oh, oh boy, Kevin. The Santa Claus at eight. (laughs) (laughs) Miracle on 34th Street. And then Die Hard, they put it number ten. We had that debate yesterday about it being a holiday movie or not. Mm.
1: Is is Miracle on... Yeah, Thirty-four Street. Street. Yeah, Is that one kind of depressing too? It's old, so it's, it's old, so it's depressing. Yeah, but they right.
2: did a remake that's colorized. The original is in black and white. That's how old it is.
1: But do, does he lose everything? And then is is that the one where you kind of? It's gets it, it's heavy, right? The girl wants the house. It's, kind of it's about
2: a little girl and her mom. Her mom works for the department store that hires the Santa every year, so she kind of knows the behind the scenes. The little girl knows that Santa, may, it's just been given a lie. The, what all, the all,
0: hell am I talking All the about? adults think that he's crazy, but he has to prove himself in court that he's truly Santa.
2: And in the end, Santa wins. Santa is real.
1: Hold on, I do not I haven't seen this. I don't want to know the ending.
2: Dude, it's from the 50s. It's in black and white. <laughs> you guys are selling it hard. I love Miracle that. on Thirty Fourth Street. That's a good it's premise. a beautiful story. It's a wonderful tale. And it just makes you go, Oh, I believe, Santa. I believe you walk out thinking, I
1: believe. If I'm gonna watch an old depressing Christmas movie, do I do the forty the miracle on 44th Street or the 34th? I do, it's 34? Or do I do that a boy Clarence? The uh, I prefer It's a Wonderful Life. It's a wonderful... Uh, Kevin goes...
2: I prefer a Miracle on 34th Street.
1: Thanks mm. for the help, guys.
2: <laughs> Watch them both. That would be awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm going to see how much you know about Elf. 20 years old this year. What do you think? Is this fact or fiction? Buddy was originally written as a darker character. It was supposed to be a dark... Movie
1: Like Bad Santa kind of vibes?
0: Yeah. What do you think? That's a fact. No, that's fiction. Oh, okay. Again, you guys agree. (laughs) A lot of agreement going on here.
1: Buddy the Elf? He's keeping dark. I can see them trying to make him edgier.
0: Yeah. No. Edgy Buddy. What do you think? Is that fact or fiction? You'll find out next.
2: The KDJ
1: Show. I have to gain some knowledge to learn more gender than you would in college. We're the smartest radio station. We are the leaders in education. This Is truth? Is it lies? Kevin's the host, he's got PIs! Back to fiction!
0: Well, this number five on the Yahoo list of the holiday classics you like to re-watch every single year. It's elf, and it is twenty years old this year. Wow. Can you believe it? No. It's crazy, isn't it? <laughs>
2: it's not fair.
0: So I got a little factor fiction here for you, some interesting stories from behind the scenes of Elf. Virginia, what do you think about this, buddy? The elf was originally written as a darker character. Is that fact or is that fiction? I
2: don't want it to be true. I'm going fiction. Going to go fiction? No, mm. Sam, that is a fact. It crushes me.
0: Yeah, in fact, uh, director Jon Favreau wasn't really interested in the movie until they rewrote it to be more family friendly. He was like, that's not it. I'm not going to do it. And Good then for they said, him. Was, okay.
1: that, was that during the same t- kind of time during the Bad Santa run? Because I remember that... that time, Santa
0: came afterwards. It did. So I believe the, so, yeah. What are you talking
2: about, Bird? All right. <laughs> sorry. Kim. I ask myself that a lot. What the hell is he talking about?
0: Okay. What about this one, Bird? Jim Carrey was supposed to be Buddy the Elf, not Will Ferrell.
1: That is fiction. Kevin Trickery.
0: That is fiction. Mm. No, that is a fact. Really? Yeah. The script was written back in 1993, and it was written for Jim Carrey. But he dropped out sometime during the decade that it took to get it made. Wow. Yeah, can you imagine Jim Carrey as Buddy the Elf?
2: It wouldn't be as good.
0: No, it would not. All right, what about this, Virginia? Most of the food that Buddy ate was fake because most people agreed it would not be safe for Will Ferrell to consume that much sugar in a day. (laughs) What do you think? Is that fact or is that fiction?
2: No, I think Will Ferrell, he goes for it. Much like Jay Bird, he's not afraid of sugar. Okay. And I think Will Ferrell ate the sugar and made it real on screen. Show me fact.
0: No, I don't think that's how it would have gone.
1: She's wrong a lot. That's not real.
0: (laughs) No, I said most of the food that he ate was was fake.
2: Oh, show me fiction.
1: You hired her. (laughs) Oof. Wow. (laughs) uh, Over 20 years ago. (laughs) Wow.
2: You're in contract, too. You can't even get out if you wanted to. Good Lord. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah,
0: I guess you're right. It's fiction. You're right. Will Ferrell really ate all that sugar, including the maple syrup-coated spaghetti and candy.
1: I believe it. He goes for it. The one thing she definitely is right about is, I am not afraid of sugar. (laughs)
0: Right. (laughs) Right. Okay, what do you think, Jaybird? Fact or fiction? Shooting on the movie Elf was halted for two days after Will Ferrell got severe constipation from eating two bags of cotton balls for a scene with Buddy at the doctor's office. No,
1: that sounds like fake Kevin Calamity. You're going
0: to say fiction? that is
1: fiction. You are correct.
0: <laughs> Remember how I kept knocking down those cotton balls? <laughs> yeah, he's eating them. That actually was undyed cotton candy.
2: Oh, how smart!
0: That he's eating, yeah. <laughs>
3: Oh,
2: yeah. you mean they didn't really eat cotton balls? That yeah, wasn't
0: really cotton balls. They yeah. tricked me. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing, huh? What you're learning today. Ah,
2: this is a fun fact or fiction. Uh, she gets tricked a lot on, on trick trick talk. I do. Oh, uncolored cotton candy. Yeah, they do mm. a lot of that in movies. Yeah. Love it.
0: What do you think about this, Virginia? Fact or fiction? Buddy's costume was based on the outfits the elves wore in Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. That Jay was talking about is that fact or fiction?
2: No, I think that's fiction.
0: You're gonna say that is fiction? No, that is fact. Oh, no, it
3: yeah, is.
2: A lot it does. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Rankin and Bass. Yeah. In fact, they did kind of a claymation moment in Buddy the Elf, kind of as a tip of the cap.
2: Oh, I Rankin do. Uh, yeah, I remember that.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, Bird. What do you think here? In tribute to Hermie. The elf, an ambiguously gay elf that was in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Buddy was actually supposed to forge a strong same-sex relationship instead of falling in love with Jovi. Is that fact or fiction? It's fiction. That is fiction. You are correct, Bird. Very, nice. Bird is starting to warm up here, Virginia.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> He's got two to your one. All right, what do you think about this? Buddy's fight with the fake Santa played by Artie Lang was done in one take. Is that fact or fiction, Virginia?
2: <laughs> you sit on a throne of lies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I want to believe they did that in one take. I'm going to say fact.
0: That is a fact.
2: It took the art department
0: weeks to decorate the department store, and John Favreau said, you know what? Just go nuts and wreck it. <laughs> really? Yeah, that was I love all one it. take. That they did it in. That's amazing. And finally, here, Bird, in Factor of Fiction on the movie Elf, Will Farrell turned down a reported $29 million to make a sequel, all because he was worried it would suck and people would accuse him of doing it for the money. That is a fact.
1: I will say it's debatable. At least I heard that was true. That is what they have said is the reason. Who believes
2: everything on TikTok now?
0: Well, I didn't get on TikTok. (laughs) It was asked of James Caan, who was in the movie and played Buddy's dad, and he said that is fantastic. Fiction, oh. He said the real reason was because Will Ferrell and Jon Favreau didn't get along. Oh. they wouldn't do another movie together. I think
1: that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Where the director and the actor, they just do not get along. It happens in life, baby. That's it. it. Happened in our, our horror movie. There you <laughs> go. Try, try directing a witch. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs>
0: A uh, quick uh, birthday shout-out to Bradley, turning 10 today. Sorry if we had uh, missed that, bud. Have a happy birthday. Bradley! Mm-hmm. Also coming up here in a second, uh, Jaybird, I believe you got a world record Wednesday that you're going to be going after? I do. Okay. got to talk about this, though.
1: Uh-oh. Okay. It's the most rat trap set in a minute.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. I remember but that we really one. have
1: so many rat traps and only so much time on a clock. There's <laughs> only so many fingers. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't know how you want to do it. I, I just yeah. I'm just kind of sick of buying $150 worth of bits and I, only for like 20 seconds of failure. So I, <laughs> I, I just kept the mouse traps that we have, but uh-huh. I don't know if there's enough. I think there's enough gotcha. for one to go at a time. Uh-huh. Although, it's really hard to set a mouse trap, so I don't know if you need that many anyway.
2: I think we have more mouse traps over here too in this cabinet.
1: I went deep in that thing. Oh,
2: you did. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. All right. So we got a- Get our heads together here. What no, I, I. just mm-hmm. think
1: we might have to go just one at a time, possibly.
0: Okay. All right. Well, we're we'll not doing it. Do it, it at all.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or punt on the entire uh-huh. bit. <laughs>
3: the
2: Kvj Show. <laughs>
0: Okay, today we're going to have uh, another head-to-head competition, possibly a rematch in a KBJ world record that was established right here on the show. And who can set the most mousetraps in one minute? When we had done this in July of 2021, it was Jaybird versus Denny's. And at the end of 60 seconds, Denny's had set seven mousetraps. Jaybird had set... Zero.
1: Oh, what an epic fail. I am not very good at gripping things. How embarrassing. (laughs) It's it's very embarrassing. So let's do it again. (laughs) 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 Okay, Denny's uh,
0: was the clear winner last time. Are we challenging in a rematch to see if you can beat him again? head-to-head or beat him for the first time head-to-head or are you going to take on someone else this time bird
1: oh i want i want fresh meat okay and i think everyone knows what i want i want to give someone their first loss this year okay give it to him my only goal all i want for christmas is a loss for alston just one (laughs) okay He does care about his little fingers. <laughs> yeah, he, I do. he
2: is very pristine. Kevin, he manicures his fingers. He keeps them clean. He keeps them very high and tight because he cares. But here's, here's the He thing. doesn't want to snap
1: a finger. Jay Bird doesn't care about snapping a finger. Here's the thing, though. Ralston acts like he don't care about these little games. He does like the fact that he's undefeated this entire year. Everyone likes an undefeated streak. Oh, I think yeah. you're 10-0, 9-0. He, he
2: brags about it when we're in meetings. There's
1: been times I've heard him at bars. because yeah, no, I'm, I'm not 1L this year for World Record Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: what I say.
2: I <laughs> then, wish that's like, what, what is Monday Wednesday. Not one L.
1: <laughs> I wish he would for this. What do not think it I've off.
0: ever even? I've never even set a <laughs> mouse trap in my life. Is it supposed to be anchored down like that? Oh boy, oh, you got to take these things
2: out.
3: Oh boy.
2: Oh, okay.
0: oh boy. Oh boy. Hey,
3: I say remove the anchors because that's just to keep it contained while it's being transported. There will be
2: blood. <laughs> Okay,
0: so you take it like that, and then how do you set it? You put it. I think I did this. So,
3: to remove the anchor, you just push it, and then you'll see the thing pop out like that. Yeah, can you believe I've never set a mousetrap in my life? So,
1: that's what I'm saying. I'm giving Rolston his first L.
3: I don't even know how to do it.
1: So, pull this back.
3: Okay, you pull that back. Okay. Then you put this bar over it. Kevin Lee Rolston. Yeah,
0: and then you go like this. Put that inside. Oh, okay.
3: And watch your fingers. Hold it from the sides like this.
0: I got you. Okay. Yep.
3: All right. Okay.
1: You think you got this, Ralston? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Any we'll predictions, see I Virginia?
2: I don't know. I mean, the man has never set a mouse trap before. I think it's going to be a tricky learning curve and does he have enough time to learn how to do it and beat you? This is going to be a close race cuz your hamburger hands definitely are a disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> oh big was, old big old meat knuckles <laughs> Kevin, trying to be delicate <laughs> Kevin's ever set her mouth traffic and he's gonna beat me <laughs> he, he has delicate and he takes his time Kevin got that gentle touch you can't even spell gentle
1: touch okay does she have to talk all the time I know it's part of the contract but she does like to talk There, there is a Oh! oh! oh look at that one
0: he just set off that thing went flying <laughs> to the ceiling Wow, you say you're jumpy, huh? When they
2: pop, they want to take one of your fingers with them. If you're not right. looking
3: and it hits a knuckle, it's pretty painful. <laughs> it looks like it. Denny's would know. Especially because it's kind of cold in here, so it hurts a little more. <laughs> yeah, right. I bet. Okay.
0: All right. I'll uh, see if I can figure this out. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is going to be so fun. <laughs>
3: It closed on your thumb. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, let's see uh, how this goes.
0: Uh, so we do we both go at the same time? I guess we can, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, I have got like nine, I think, in front of me. Yes. Denny's had broke or set the record at seven. Yeah, okay. Bird's got eight. You got nine. I,
2: I think you'll be all right. Okay. Somebody's going to do the play by play here. Okay. Let's do this.
0: Okay. Somebody's going
2: to take care of that. Okay. Yeah, I got this. You tell us when to start and then we'll begin here. All right, setting mouse traps. How many can you do okay. on your marks? Get set and go. Okay, Jason is struggling. Kevin is struggling too, but he's a little bit more gentle and delicate. Jaybird's using two hands. Kevin's got one set and Jaybird's got one thumb crunched. Kevin's got one set. Oh, Jaybird's got one set. Oh, thumbs. J Bird hurt oh. his thumb again. Oh, Ooh, Kevin is struggling with his second one. Uh. J Bird two, struggling. I mean, those big, huge. <coughs> ow! The index finger oh. just got snapped with a mousetrap. Kevin's got two, set. He's got two sets. No problem. J Bird is struggling with his oh. second one. Oh, there's that finger again. Uh. Stuck in the mouse Have trap. Time. What's our time, Denny's? You
3: got 19 seconds left.
2: Okay. Kevin has 3 set. Jaybird is still struggling with number 2. Oh, and again hits the finger with his number 2.
3: Kevin is going for mouse oh, 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 gosh. Oh, oh,
2: oh, Kevin. Kevin.
3: Kevin dropped his mouse traps on his other mouse trap. Oh,
1: oh my gosh, Kevin, what is going on? Oh. oh no. Time.
3: Time. Jaybird has 1 set. I don't
1: think I do.
2: Kevin don't don't you have that one over there, set? No, that no, I he broke it. I broke it. Oh my god! I guess it's a tie because
0: I dropped it on the. I set off three mouse. Yeah, traps. but I think Kevin has
3: Kevin, one set. Kevin, you have
2: one set. Jay Bird I only has have one because I dropped
3: it on that. I he, don't think Bird has any.
2: He broke this
1: one. It's not set.
3: Oh, it's not. Oh, so when, he didn't when, he break. He
0: don't. He don't have any. What she, she She
1: broke this one. She used my finger. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs>
0: So I beat him one to nothing? You did. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> oh my God. Kevin
3: technically had about four before yeah. that fiasco. Well, but, I, but I dropped that one and. Ooh, oh, man, yeah. Go off. What the hell?
0: Wow. <laughs> They're
1: broken.
3: Jason They're broken.
1: All broken. All them broke them. <laughs> I don't know how
3: you're breaking mousetraps. <laughs> They're
1: brand new traps. <laughs> they are. <laughs> they were. <laughs> Wow. Uh, he's still undefeated. Wow. He, undefeated? He, he
2: almost spanked you if he hadn't dropped that one mouse trap on the ones that were set.
0: But Denny's uh, Denny's had seven. I mean, I would have gotten, what, four or five, maybe five? You would have gotten five. Yeah.
1: Are your fingers tender now?
0: No, I didn't snap at one
1: time. <laughs> well, he snapped about ten times on his finger. <laughs> well, just, that's how I
2: kept hearing was Snap. Snap. I thought I was making Ow. a beat. Snap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh Jay Bird <laughs> now goes to 20 wins and 20 losses. Oh. So, you know what happens? He's only got to the end of the year. We're getting very close. If he has a losing record at the end of the year, it is bad news for the bird. <laughs> <laughs> what Did
3: you that Well, you, you said it wasn't working, so I said it. You <laughs> said I <laughs> you know, put your the hand Burgess on it. just put his hand on it. Chip, Chip, Chip.
1: I mean, Denny's, that was so undercover amazing. <laughs> he set him up. And I, I slammed my damn hamburger hand right on it. <laughs>
0: Denny's one to prove uh, that it was actually working. Look, it works fine. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, I go to eleven and zero for uh, the uh, year. All right, wow. fun stuff. Denny set you up. Yeah, he did. Am I
1: good dog. Am I still walking in the mines?
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, if you uh, missed that and you'd like to watch it, you can just go back to YouTube and check it out. Coming up here in just a couple of minutes, we got some digital drama for you. Cyber Monday apparently caused a little problem for Mike. It rubs him the wrong way for some reason, and he vents about it on Facebook, which, of course, turns into a fight you're going to hear coming up next.
1: KVJ. People fighting online, losing their minds. So we read the crazy crap they write and have a fun time. Well, get ready for this week's digital drama.
0: Well, we just had Cyber Monday, and for some reason, it rubs Mike the wrong way. <laughs> Mike. He goes venting about it on his Facebook page. It turns into a little bit of a spat here. I'll play the role of Mike. Virginia, you can be Jimmy. Bird, you'll be Sid. And Denny's, you can be Amy.
2: Any notes for us on how you want these characters performed? Don't suck. <laughs> That's right. All right. That's it. I think that's the goal every week, and I don't know if I hit it.
0: Okay, here's what uh, Mike had to say. Cyber Monday sucks, yo. I just tried buying a PlayStation 5. They had zero deals, man. I had to settle for just buying a new game for my PlayStation 4 system instead.
1: Why in the hell are you buying anything right now? You owe me 200 bucks. I can't believe that you got the balls to post this on social media. I want my money. <laughs> yeah,
2: thank you for calling up Mike. He owes me money too. 75
3: bucks from two months ago. You shouldn't be buying video games, bruh. I want my money too. Yeah, Mike owes me money as well. <laughs> I'm not trying to pile up on here, but I bought you thirty-five bucks worth of tacos and burritos. You said you'd pay me back next week. That was in February. Where's <laughs> my money, dude?
2: Mike, get Mike, it together. <laughs>
3: yeah, hey, you know,
0: sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my social media got hacked and my girlfriend's son posted all that stuff about Cyber Monday. Psst. I never bought any video games. Believe me, I am financially struggling. I'm working on paying y'all back though, I promise. Hope you guys had a good Thanksgiving, cause I sure did not. We didn't have enough money for mac and cheese, man. It was that bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you weren't hacked. We called you out and now you're embarrassed, dog. Also, your girlfriend posted a pic of y'all's Thanksgiving dinner. Y'all had plenty of food. Dang. Oh, Dang. You, Mike. Dang. Damn, Mike,
3: you're blaming your girlfriend's son for hacking you? You aren't hacked, Mikey. Stop your lying. Stop lying, Mike, and just give us our money.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. That
1: happens sometimes. Where someone will borrow money and then they'll post, "Hey, I'm on vacation." Yeah.
2: Or maybe it, even if like they won't post, but their girlfriend posts mm-hmm. all the Thanksgiving food. Like, dude, we see your girlfriend's stuff. We didn't have any any food. We didn't
0: have mac and cheese money. <laughs> Another sign of the season, the Elf on the Shelf. Sarah's not a fan of it, and she's calling out parents who do endorse the idea. I will play the role of Sarah here today. Virginia, you can play the role of Zach Bird. You'll be Chad, and Denny, you will be Carl in this social media thread. Sarah says, LMFAO. I just called out my friend about her using the Elf on the Shelf for her kids. I told her it's child abuse, which it is. She got all her, and now she's blocked me on Facebook. Oh, well, sorry, not sorry.
1: But it's not child abuse. You sound like one of them left-wing nutjobs. Please tell me you're not turning into one of them Karens.
2: No offense, Sarah, but you sound like a judgmental jerk. My kids really respond to the elf on the shelf, so stop judging.
0: Well, I would never do that to my children. I think it's cruel. You're literally traumatizing your kids. Ah, but whatevs. If you can sleep at night with how you raise your kids, so be it.
1: Whatever, Sarah. You vape weed all the time in front of your kids while getting blasted on white claws. <laughs> Sounds Spare fun. us with your TED talk on parenting, please.
3: Oh, he's got you good there, Sarah. <laughs> you do vape around your kids. My wife hates you for that. Stop judging us good parents. I do
0: not vape weed. It's C B D oil and it's for my arthritis. <laughs> this is defamation. And it's not illegal to drink White
3: Claws either. Oh, what are you talking about, Sarah? You smoked weed at our kids' soccer game. We smoked it together. (laughs) It's another reason why my wife hates you. (laughs) Uh, Some minutes later, Sarah writes,
0: I do not vape weed in front of my kids. How dare you say that? I am a great mother. Then people start posting pics and videos of her actually vaping weed in front of children. Oh,
2: <laughs> dang. They had videos and pics? Yeah,
0: it was pretty amazing, yeah. There's about like three or four photos, one video that was on there, and then Sarah deleted the whole thread.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. it didn't go your way. No, it did not. I like that people are calling out other people. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's
0: how why we do the screenshots on those. Thank you very much for people sending them in. If you find a great thread like that, do the screenshots and send it to mail at kbjshow.com.
1: It's the KVJ Dirt of the Day It's the KVJ Dirt of the Day you take it away Because you know we need that Dirt of the Day
2: The Dirt of the Day, powered by Giving Juice Well, I was trying to figure out like what the hell is going on with Mark Cuban Is he having a midlife crisis? Is he freaking out? I read that he sold his majority stake in the Dallas Mavericks and I think they're doing well, right? And then I read that he was leaving Shark Tank and I'm Uh like, What the heck? So upon deeper dive, now this makes sense. Uh So Mark Cuban has a bunch of kids, and they are 14, 17, 20. And he said he has to miss a lot of the family vacations. The family would go on because during family vacations, he's always filming for Shark Tank and misses all of that. He said the grueling work schedule was just keeping him away from his kids. Kids And now that he's getting older and his kids are getting older, he realizes he has limited time with hmm. those kids, which is a wonderful perspective, I think. We do have limited time. And as the kids get older, you do get
1: that perspective. I just hope he's going to be okay because his net worth is only at 6.2 billion dollars. Wow. <laughs> it's so easy to say I want to spend time with my kids. Right. When you got all that money. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see in fact uh, that's
0: kind of the funny thing is so many people use, "Oh, I got to spend more time with my family," and that seems to be the thing that uh, people throw out there. I
2: believed it. Are you telling me it's not true? <laughs>
0: i hope it is i do hope it is there are people that believe he wants a shot at the presidency and it might be Whoa. politics calling his name, and that's why he's divesting and getting out of Shark Tank and getting rid of his shares in the basketball team. He's Please.
2: lying about the ch- the kids. He would not
0: be the first that has used family as his excuse well, as to why he's backing away from things.
1: He's so ready for politics. He's man. perfect for politics. Yes, he's if he's ready, ready
2: to lie yeah. about everything, then he belongs in politics. It's, it's only a theory people have about him, and I hope and I'm
0: sure it is all about the kids. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it has nothing to do with any kind of political aspirations. (laughs) But there is that thought out there possibly Mark
2: Cuban. <laughs> I don't have to tell you guys uh, who what happened on Dancing with the Stars last night, because I know you were watching. But I is... had
0: to watch it last week because of the Taylor Swift thing. For some reason, my wife's become a huge Swifty now. <laughs> and so I had to sit through that with the whole family. Man, it's something.
2: Well, it was a big deal last night because you have your five remaining celebrities competing to see who competes in the finale. And of course, I'm watching. I am voting. Not Non-stop for Jason Mraz, Jason Mraz, Jason Mraz. And I was nervous because he did not dance the best. Definitely didn't get the best scores out of everybody. So I was like, oh, no, don't have my Jason be in the bottom. And he was in the bottom. But then they did a little surprise on Dancing with the Stars. Nobody went home last night. All five couples will compete in the finale. And that made me so happy. Wow. I think it's a smart move keep everybody around that people love and they'll keep tuning in because if they would have got rid of my Jason Mraz last night I would have flicked the TV off I would have flipped it off and then I wouldn't have watched
1: this is what it's like when I talk about UFOs and aliens and people who do not give a crap <laughs> like oh that's so cute Jaber Oh, <laughs> yeah so real uh. Uh-huh. Yeah, and much. finally, I'll end on a good note. <laughs> but I just love Kevin's fake enthusiasm. Mm. Oh, oh mm-hmm. he's looking through. Prep. Oh, I fake my
0: enthusiasm <laughs> last week when I watched it too. Actually,
1: I don't I'll take I fake. I'll take fake any
2: day. Okay. Ninety-nine-year-old uh, Jimmy Carter got his wish and was able to attend his wife's memorial service. You know, both of them have been in hospice under care for quite a while, ailing. I mean, at 99. 99- 99, he's had a good run, and he said, I am going to this memorial service. I am getting out of this hospice facility. This is what I will be doing, despite the advice of some of the medical professionals. And he did,
1: and good for him. Bring it back Mm -hmm. full circle. You talking about Jimmy Carter? Yeah. He saw UFOs. He, 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 there's on a record of him talking about something he saw, and I was just talking about UFOs, and I see you're doing it. Are you trying to
2: hijack my dirt again? <laughs> I'm just trying to, yes, I'm trying to make it interesting. <laughs> he, oh, he's trying to make it about him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And that's what's going on in your dirt. My <laughs> KVJ show.
0: Okay, is this a makeup, or could you maybe forgive the person and stay in the relationship? Most relationships go through these kind of periods. And we got an email from a woman who was a little bit upset with her boyfriend because apparently he got a little bit judgmental on the dinner that she made him. In her email, she said, I made my boyfriend dinner for the very first time, and all he did was bitch and complain. I spent over three hours making a nice dinner, and all I got was negativity. The meat tasted weird. The potatoes were cold. The wine was gross. The bread was dry. I couldn't do anything right. And the most annoying part, he didn't even say thank you until the next day. I got a text from him in the afternoon that said, oh, thank you for the sweet gesture last night. I know you tried your best. I thought uh, this guy was kind of cool, but now I'm just not so sure. I got a history of being oversensitive, so I just want to make sure that it's not just my insecurities that are rearing its ugly head again. We've uh, been a couple officially now for two months, and I just don't know. The whole night just kind of made me feel really crummy. Is this a massive red flag and deal breaker to you?
1: Be careful when people and it's good that she at least knows that she thinks she's oversensitive, but sometimes people use that against you. Mm-hmm. And they'll, they'll almost gaslight you. Gaslight you, They'll yeah. say, mm-hmm. you're being oversensitive. No, you're actually being a douche. I think we all know if someone does something nice for you, it's really pretty heartless to complain about every little thing.
2: I'm just calling you out for your douchery. Yeah. Don't be a douche,
1: and I won't have to call you out. You're the People that say, oh, you're oversensitive, then, then, well, you're, you're overly jerky. Then, and, and tomato, tomato. Don't
2: say something mean and then expect me just
1: to smile and think, oh, we're still cool. Well, no, I'm going to call you out. Someone will tear you down, say a few things to you. and what You're not allowed to say or defend or stick up for yourself. Mm-hmm. By, by That's considered being, oh, defensive. or Well, then whatever, label it defensive. Yeah. You're an ass. So
2: you're standing up for yourself. Exactly. And we all should stand up for ourselves.
0: I, well,
1: if someone makes you food. That's a spiritual thing, and for you to go in hard like that, I think you're a douche and it's a breakup for the bird.
0: She asked if it's a red flag or a deal breaker. Not yet a deal breaker, a massive red flag because there are a lot of people, guys and girls, that tend to be nags and very critical, and you do not want to be in a relationship with somebody that is always looking for your faults and your weaknesses and pointing them out to you. You want somebody that's going to be your cheerleader, somebody that's going to be in your corner It's going to make you feel better about yourself and encourage you rather than tear you down. Don't get a relationship with somebody like that. Not to say he is based on this one incident, but that's why it's a red flag for it's me. It's a
2: huge red flag for me. And. I don't think that you should continue. If this is his vibe, this is not going to get better. Everybody's on their best behavior in the beginning.
1: I disagree with the Kevin Ralston on this one. Uh, Wallace Pennington, this to me is I am out already. Yeah, because don't like, mess with dinner. Just because they
0: criticize your dinner.
1: They, no, it's not that they criticize their mm. dinner. They they kept going in and they they don't they don't have self awareness. Not even about the criticizing. I get a comment mm. every day. we all make comments we shouldn't make. The fact that you continue this is cold, and the bread is dry, and yep. blah, 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 And then you didn't say thank you? Mm-hmm. You're mannerless on top of it? Yep. Wallace Pennington's out.
0: Okay. All right,
1: what about this one here? Makeup
0: or breakup? My girlfriend's excuses for not pulling her weight. Kind of wearing thin. In the email, it says, my girlfriend's a slob, and it's gotten worse. I work all day. I do most of the cleaning. Look, I love her, but I feel like she's making lame excuses for why she's a slob. She tells me it's because of her ADHD. She claims that her condition makes her a slob. So I bought groceries the other night, and then I cooked dinner, and after eating, I asked my girlfriend if she could do the dishes because I was exhausted from working. She told me she'd wash them and then immediately went to the couch to binge watch Ted Lasso. I went to bed, and then when I woke up, the dishes still hadn't been done. I came home from work eight hours later. Guess what? Dishes still not done. When I asked why she didn't wash them, she said her ADHD was acting up, and she just wasn't focused enough to do them. I think this is not a cool thing to do to me and she's doing it all the time she was never like this before i feel like she's just taking me for granted because i do everything for her is it time to give her that stiff
2: ultimatum how long have they been together enough that they're living together yeah see people they hide their things that are bad like they hide they're crazy they hide their slobby they hide they're lazy and you can only hide that for so long and then Mm -hmm. eventually the crazy or the slobby or the lazy it comes out you see those things eventually she's just showing you maybe the kind of person that she is and I don't know. Is that a symptom of ADHD? I don't know if it is or if it isn't, but it really doesn't matter. If you're a guy who wants a clean house and a helpful partner, she's not it, bruh.
0: Yeah, in a sense, the ADHD might be irrelevant just because you're not with a partner that you would choose to be with because she is a slob. You don't sound like you are. You're a hard worker, and she for whatever reason can't be there.
1: She's not pulling her end of the yeah. bargain. It's not compatible. I also think if you do struggle, struggle with mental issues, mm-hmm. I think it's important for you to realize sometimes your mental, and it's hard to do sometimes, because there's, there's a spectrum of different mental mm-hmm. issues. But we're talking about depression, OCD, anything like that, ADHD, any of the stuff where sometimes it's hard to prove to a partner with, you know is Kevin lying about this? I don't know. And if you really do suffer from that, I think it's important to recognize that and not always use that as an excuse when you're making other people uncomfortable. I get that sometimes your moods can make people uncomfortable, but I think being self aware that you are doing that, I think that's that's an end or, or uh, that's the that's a deal breaker for people. She sounds like
2: she's just lazy, and this is her excuse.
0: And I've
1: seen people use laziness before mm. under the the you know. The I'd be sympathetic
0: ruse. if she was seeking help to I, try to remedy the situation. She went to the
1: sofa to watch
2: Ted Lasso. Get out
1: of here. I I think you should be able to bring up uncomfortable things that make you both feel weird in a kind way. Say, look, this isn't working for me. Is there something else going on? Are you going through some depression? Let's work through this together. Because you used to be clean
2: and now you're a slob.
1: Yeah. For me, I can't live Mm -hmm. like this and you can't live like that. So let's try to work this out with each other. And if we can't, It's time to leave.
2: I have boundaries. Mm -hmm. And I think when someone crosses your boundaries, it's okay to call them out and let them know you're not going to stick around for this.
0: Sometimes a little bit of a a call out can help a person. Yeah. It's time for a very tough conversation. That's going to happen in any walk of life.
1: It'll be over in a month.
0: Probably. Yeah.
2: This girl sounds like she's lazy and you're not. It's not a good match.
1: She's taking them for granted. That is a tough combination. Lazy versus not lazy. If that is what's going on on. Mm. I don't know if that can sustain. Okay.
3: It's KDJ.
1: Ow! Huh, huh. There's a lot of dumbass criminals to talk about, baby. It's the whacked Out News. People breaking the law. Ha-ha, fighting in the nude. Ha, ha, drunk people pooping in the street. Ha-ha, it's the whacked Out News. Huh. So many people are meth. Ow!
0: you you gotta watch out because um, if you're not aware if you're not uh, married to a Latina like I am sometimes they can get a little bit jealous and you got to watch because they a lot of times don't like when you're checking out other women and they can notice just kind of like take this little warning so that you aren't like the boyfriend of 44 year old Sandra Jimenez from Miami (laughs) she schooled him quick yeah she did now apparently they gotten in a little bit of an argument It was kind of about him looking at other women. So he's laying down on the couch and he's just chilling, minding his own business. When all of a sudden, Sandra jumps on top of him and takes two rabies needles that were for their dogs and stabs him in his right eyelid.
1: Oh, that is rough.
0: Wow. She then (laughs) freaks out, realizing what she's done, and takes off running. Oh. The cops found her later sleeping in a vehicle outside of the home but she was arrested. So, yeah, that's what you might get for looking at other women. Two needles to the eyes. Dang!
2: hmm Hardcore, <laughs> right? Well, ironically, since she poked him in the eye, he won't be able to look that That's well true. anymore. You almost get where she was thinking it through. <laughs> She's like, okay, you want to act up with your eyes? I'm going to take one
0: of them. Yeah, he,
1: he also needs to learn some eye defense techniques. <laughs> <laughs> he does, yeah. Block he he might need to eye break up with you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Patricia Momani wound up crashing her car into another man's car in the public's parking lot in Fort Myers. The victim's like, "Hey, hey, uh, come uh, we need to talk about this." But she takes off oh, in boy. her car, so he follows her all while he's calling nine one one and getting law enforcement on the phone. Then Patricia hits a dead end and gets out of her car, but she's not done because she finds three cinder blocks <gasps> that are in the driveway where she had to stop, and she throws them at this guy.
2: Oh my gosh! Think that she
0: one of the blocks actually hits the guy in the shin.
2: Oh my gosh!
0: Then she tries to flee the scene, but the guy was smart. He took one of the two cinder blocks and put it under her front tires. Wow. So she couldn't drive away. This is
2: so complicated. So then
0: she gets out of the car and starts running while wearing a black dress and high heels. I've done
2: that. It's a tricky move.
0: Well, wow, These
1: are high-calorie, like burning burning high-calorie clump primes
0: here. Good heavens. Uh, she was a little hammered. <laughs> oh, boy. Shocking. Yeah. They did get her for aggravated battery and also leaving the scene of a crash with property
1: damage. So It's pretty insane that some of these drunk crimes I've noticed, they're doing the worst stuff out in public. You go, oh my gosh, they're going to get 10 years in prison for this. And then you see what happens.
2: Get a good lawyer and plead to something that doesn't have any time whatsoever. Yeah, they,
1: oh, they put no contest and had to pay 150 bucks. and yeah. that was it. I'm like, what? Yeah. Literally a
2: slap <laughs> on the wrist. Okay, get back out there. 46 year old caleb phillips was
0: arrested on a warrant charging him with failure to appear in an indian river county court in connection with a pending 2022 dui case when a corrections officer found a plastic cylinder containing meth under his peen oh wow what a weird place to hide it he said immediately like oh my gosh how did that get there (laughs) he said you know what I was asleep, and I have a feeling somebody put that there. Wow. Yeah, me and Denny's
1: always do these kind of pranks with each other.
0: They said, yeah, who would have done that? He's like, well, I'm not sure, but um, is this going around? They're like, nope. Just you. <laughs> he was then charged with narcotics possession after they did not believe his story. They got him for smuggling contraband into a detention facility, both of which are felonies.
1: Would that be something, though, if just... add low percentage of course but he was telling the truth I imagine that taped. you had no idea you have meth <laughs>
0: under your pain and then you're in a and a jail on their frisky, and you're like, oh my gosh, how did that get there?
1: I'm shocked. And you really are shocked because yeah. you really can't, you have no
2: idea. I don't know. I was sleeping, and somebody must have put it there. It's more plausible if it's in your rectum, not under your pain. I think under your pain, you feel it. It's
1: a possibility someone could sneak something in your backside. There's no way someone could sneak something in your backside and you not know. Whether you're in, I could be in a coma, and I would know, hey, what's going on here? Okay. But when you're like walking around, I think like... If something small is in
2: your backside, you may not know. But if something small is under your peen, you definitely know.
1: I couldn't disagree with the witch. I'm going to know if there's something in my backside.
0: All right. We got to do this then. It's science, Kevin. It's a bit for tomorrow. Denny's here. I got a hammer.
1: (laughs) Or just if you see me on the street. Try to try to do your art, and let's see what happens. No, right, don't don't say that. do not don't say, say that. On that. The air, Jason. People will try right. to what do what that. Do? So when <laughs> you see people in public, you want to put things in your behind. I'm making jokes, but yeah. sometimes people don't get the memo no. that it was a said joke.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the next thing you know, you'd be
1: in some guy's lap. Well, she's right. Some dude just speared me <laughs> face down in a gas station parking lot, mm. being a lovable, but still speared me. Yeah. <laughs> 38 year old
0: Zipporah Abraham was caught trying to pass counterfeit bills at a Walmart in North Miami Beach. When they caught her, she had a great plan to get rid of the evidence. She tried to eat the money.
2: Oh, interesting move. Mm-hmm.
0: Huh. Yeah, they stopped her
1: and still used it as evidence. Girl,
2: you know about the videotape, right? right? And boy, what
1: evidence it was. They watch it over and over again, even after the court case. You guys got to see this. Gonna, She's eating
3: the money. You're not going to believe this. <laughs>
0: I mean, this is amazing. An 18-year-old man in North Carolina was caught stealing $425 worth of items from Dollar General on Sunday. Oh my gosh, you really have to go for it. I mean, that is a lot of work, huh? $425, a Dollar General?
2: I don't know how you would do that.
0: It's pretty impressive, right?
2: There's a Dollar General by me, and I love to go there. Paper products, Mm. stuff like that, garbage bags, sometimes household cleaners. You can get good deals, Kevin.
0: A 32-year-old man in Indiana was caught trying to hide a handgun inside
2: of his rectum. Okay. Now, here's another challenge we can try on <laughs> the bird. We're
1: full circle. Back to this guy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with a water
0: gun. Cops noticed he was walking with his buttocks clenched, <laughs> and they decided to search him. Of course, the lowest guy in the totem pole had to do that. Poor guy. It is unclear whether the gun was loaded.
2: Yeah. Hopefully it wasn't because yeah. I feel like if you do that, you could discharge a firearm back there.
0: Yeah. Ooh. Could be bad. And a customer has filed a lawsuit against the fast casual chain Chopped over a salad. Allison Cozy was eating her salad, and somehow apparently she realized in that moment that she was actually chewing on it's not sausage. Uh oh. No, no, that's not, no. It's a that's finger? Not, it's not an olive. Oh, that's a human finger.
2: Oh my gosh. She was chewing on a human finger?
0: Yeah, it was the manager's finger. According to the suit, a manager at the restaurant accidentally severed a piece of her left pointer finger while chopping arugula. The manager went to the hospital, but the contaminated arugula then was just served to customers.
1: <gasps> and the reason what makes this kind of tricky is that she was a vegan, so she <laughs> <laughs> broke her oath. Now, here's the crazy thing because county health
0: department records show that Chopped was fined $900. But that's all you get for serving a finger to a customer, the woman said in the lawsuit that she suffered injuries including shock, panic attacks, migraine, cognitive impairment, nausea, dizziness, and neck and shoulder pain as a result of eating the (laughs) contaminated salad.
1: So where are you at with, okay, you're eating a salad and holy crud balls, I've got a human finger in my mouth. For pain and suffering on the mental avenue, how much do you you give a person for that? What do you think they they have a legit case on? that's a million for pain and suffering that is pretty messed up you got a human finger in your mouth that's jarring that's jarring i think it would be tough to kind of get it and it's
0: so negligent Uh, look i don't love a lot of the lawsuits because i think it's kind of ticky tack this one is completely negligent you had a manager knowingly chop off a finger and instead of taking everything around that area and finding the finger, first of all, which you should have done, you
1: actually serve that same batch of arugula to customers. That's messed up, man. I'm with you, Ross. So I think at least a million dollars. At least a million. Because think about it. Severed severed body parts in your mouth. It's pretty horrific. Anyone that says, oh, just get over that. You're tougher than I am.
0: Right. Yeah, I'm not I'm not feeling it that way. So, yeah. All right, there you go. That is your whacked out news. Coming up here in a couple minutes, though, man, I have got a great warning for you. There is a viral video, and this actually happened to one of Caitlin's friends this last weekend. I'll tell you why you never let someone add themselves to your contacts. Coming up next. KVJ. The next day you're checking your phone, and you realize that you spent $200 and you don't know where or how it's probably at the bar kevin if we can be honest well that was the thought of my daughter's friend cheyenne over the weekend her and caitlin had been out in delray
2: oh those girls they can drink
0: yeah they, they get after it <laughs> uh, no doubt and of course you know you had thanksgiving going on people were back and it was just all kinds of craziness going on throughout south florida But they started to take some time and say, wait a minute, where did that? It was just a clean $200 too. Like, how often is a bar tap just straight out $200?
2: Not often.
0: And Kaitlyn had her wits about her. She wasn't blacked out yet. And she's like, "Mm, we did not spend that kind of money. I had one drink, and uh, by that point, I don't think you'd have more than one or two. So they're trying to figure out where this $200 went. And then they remembered earlier in the night, at one point, this guy comes up to Cheyenne and he's kind of hitting on her. They're talking and he's like, hey, he's like, I'd like to uh, give you a call. She hands him her phone and he apparently puts in his digits. But then when she put it all together, it was at that exact time, when they went through it all, that he had actually gone in and Venmoed himself $200 from her account. Wow. And I tell you, I didn't think a lot of it. I'm like, well, that's just a Cheyenne thing. But apparently not, because there is a viral story of a drunk guy who let somebody use his phone to add themselves to his contacts, only to later find out that they tried to cash out themselves $3,000 from his phone. Phone. Luckily for him, it didn't go through. But this seems to be something that a lot of people realize. Now, it goes without saying who's going to hand anybody somebody's phone. But when you're younger and when you've been drinking and when you're trying to pick people up you may just have that trusting feeling don't
2: when you're older and you can't see that good on your screen and you're already intoxicated you hand lots of people your phone and tell them just put your number in my phone i did this in new york city in the middle of times square yeah this wow. is a youth problem it's a drunk
0: problem uh-huh. <laughs> It really is a lesson to tell you to never hand your phone to somebody. Look, I have even done it myself. I was—I remember, you know, at the Stars Ball one time, just this last year, there was uh, a couple there, some KBJ Nationers from Fort Lauderdale. I'm like, oh, hey, man, I was saying hey to people. I'm like, just put your information in my phone or, or grab it. And- well, stay in touch. Yeah. And they mugged you?
2: No. No, He's he's
0: saying they could have. It's all good, but that was a a lesson to me saying, okay, because I'm sitting here going, oh, it's just dumb, Cheyenne. It's what you get. But hey, dude, I just did this. What was Star's Ball two months ago? Yep. So, middle of October. Middle of October. I did the same thing. And, you know, thankfully I wasn't a victim, but I did the same thing. That she did that could have had somebody to, 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 to
2: cash out themselves two thousand dollars. I literally met three KVJ Nationers from West Palm Beach in Times Square in New York City yeah. and gave them my phone and said, Let's meet up later, we can hang out. Because they were watching the Dolphins Jets game on their phone. And I thought they were Jets fans. And I was like, Uh, it's not looking so good. And they're like, Yeah, it is looking good. We're Dolphins fans. We're from West Palm Beach. I'm like, no way. And then we just started like like swapping stories and we I handed the, them
1: my phone. We love the dolphins and we just digitally mugged you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. They could have so digitally mugged me. Right, it's kind of crazy. It's going around. Somebody just texted in. They said the same thing happened to a friend. She gave their Uber passenger his phone to update their drop-off location and she took all his money in Cash App.
2: Wow. Damn. That's the opposite of the tip. That is Downright dirty. You think you're getting a tip, and you just got, you just got digitally mugged. So just know there are people out there walking around that their plan is to be your friend, look like they want to date you, look like they want to have some kind of future business dealings with Mm -hmm. you. Whatever it is, people are going to quickly try to become your friend so they can get your phone to put their number in it and they're going to go right to your cash app, your Venmo.
1: I have a couple friends now. They they go, if someone, because you're right, people are afraid to trust anybody these days. You can't trust anybody. Anytime, because there's so many solicitors too, I think, that come to all of our houses. If someone knocks on their door and they look out, even if they, they look they lock eyes with the person. If they don't recognize them, they will not answer their door because they just don't trust anybody anymore. They sure, think even I someone that's got genuine intentions, they think they're, they're getting scammed. And I, 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 I get it. Right. If anybody knocks on our door immediately,
2: everybody in the house pulls a K Pennington and goes, "Who the hell is that?" We were always
1: taught <laughs> to run and then hide underneath the furniture when we heard a knock on the door.
0: <laughs> yeah, it really is unfortunate because there are just so many scams out there, and r- releasing your phone out of your possession to anyone that you don't know is now a major risk. Somebody just texted in and said, you got to check out and Google the story. At Disney, this woman sees this lost kid and he's like, hey, I want to call my mom. And she's like, okay, here you go, because the kid's crying, and the kid's upset because he's lost, so she hands her phone to this little kid, so the kid can call the mom and have a meeting place. Kid winds up venmoing $2,000 off the lady's phone to wow. another account. They're using a kid, a kid to scam people at Disney.
1: But All side right. that kid's got the goods with the acting. That kid belongs in pictures. <laughs> the crying and the acting. That's <laughs> so young, it's yeah, amazing.
2: If, if his parents would just go the way of like doing it the right way, instead of the... Evil way, they could make millions off this kid's acting child. If you
1: legit could get a kid to do that, which parents he was can. Oh, yeah. Parents can get yeah. kids to
0: do that. Now there are security things to do because somebody's saying that's not possible. All payment apps need a PIN or fingerprint to open, but I tell you, there's that's a couple not true. People, yeah, got, I I
2: can do it. I, yeah, if you get my phone, you get my Venmo.
0: I got a couple personal stories of people that this has happened to, so. It's just a warning. If you don't have that, somebody said, you know, Kevin, all banking ops have no login credentials and only use fingerprint to open. Well, you want to check into the security of that because this is a secure issue and it's getting some people. If you're so wise and you've got all that cryptid stuff, then good for you. If you could never become a victim, some people actually are.
1: Well, once you're in someone's phone too. Okay. If I gave you my phone, I had it open. You could go through all my apps and it wouldn't, I don't know if it would be that hard to get Venmo money. What I is? just
2: I just pulled up my Venmo and in 10 seconds I can put my any number in there and bam hit send, hit pay. Yeah,
1: my mm-hmm. my stuff's set the up The Venmo right now. is set up
2: that way. Zelle is not because Zelle is through my bank and so you have to have, you know, the facial recognition to open up my bank app on my phone. Right. But the Zelle and the Cash app, you don't I'm doing it right now. I'm seeing people, in the, who the heck uses Venmo?
1: I know a lot of people that use Venmo. A lot of people yeah. use Venmo.
2: Yeah. Who the hell calls out people for using Venmo?
1: I can, hold on, let me check. I have to go through the chat room. I yeah. just saw the comment, I didn't see you said it. Who's yeah, no, it? I know There's you may so say many that. different
2: apps, and different people use different ones, and so if you're like me, and you pay a lot of different people on a lot of different platforms, you have to have them all. Right. And some are way more safe than others. True,
1: yeah. Uh, I also use Cash App. I do, too. Is that wrong?
2: I use Cash App. I use Venmo. I use Zelle.
1: I use all of them. So basically what I'm saying, Kevin, is I'm very easy to rob. Yeah, well, I I think, honestly, I think there's a (laughs) lot of people
0: that are. And that's really what this note is about. Amen. You need to look into it because a lot of people think they're all safe and secure and there's no problems, but that may not be the case. Definitely look into it because uh, these scammers are aware of this and this is something they're trying to do. Be careful handing anyone your phone for any circumstances. It's time
1: to go to the woods.
0: Yeah. All right, we got uh, KBJ Confessions coming up. What are the secrets you're holding on to? We'd love to hear them. You can text them into us anonymously, 877 979
2: WRMF. The KBJ South.
0: My daughter's friend Cheyenne learned a costly lesson.
2: She paid the price so all of us could learn because I just made this mistake over the weekend. I wasn't even thinking.
0: Hand her phone to a guy that wanted to give her his digits so she could call him and he actually then Venmoed himself from her account that fast, so it's kind of a warning that if you got anything that has your money in it, try to get some better encryption and passwords on it if you don't have it already, because there is a viral video going around as well with somebody else that this happened to, and we got a text. Somebody said, my younger brother was at a strip club in Miami about five years ago, and of course he fell in love with one of the dancers, and she's like, let
3: me put my phone number into your sell
0: so of course she does the next day he noticed that uh, she'd venmoed herself 300 dollars. so he calls venmo to tell them what happened and they wouldn't do anything about it since it went from his venmo to hers so there was no way to prove that it was a scam i do love how
1: you kind of played the role of Southern stripper southern (laughs) bell i got that in my back pocket
2: i don't i just want to put my number on your phone kind of like you should explore that character a little bit. (laughs) okay all
1: right for
0: you and somebody else said, "Yeah, that's why the new iPhone has that, where you touch the two phones together."
3: Oh, yeah, so you iPhone can get sex. contact
0: information. Yeah, versus letting somebody else into your phone because they are finding ways. And look, the scammers are really good. I know a lot of people say, "Oh, I've got you got to see my facial recognition," or you got to. Uh, these scammers, they spend so much time on this stuff that they will find ways to try to crack into it. So it really is just best to not ever let your phone leave your possession.
1: When someone gives uh, gives uh, advice, I mean, that's oh guys, that's not how, blah, blah. Is that, is that how you hear their voice in your mm-hmm. head? Always, yeah. Guys, fans recognition
0: you. I know, you're, you're smart, but there are just people out there that it's haven't smart, yet figured it out. Smart tech voice. Yeah, we're trying to help those people out because not everybody's as smart as you.
2: Okay, there's a drop-down menu on Ven under your settings, where you can go to Face ID and PIN. You click on that, you enable either Face ID or PIN or both, and then you can keep your Venmo from anybody just clicking on it, like mine was. Mm-hmm. Mine was, if I handed Kevin my phone, he could have Venmoed himself whatever he wanted in 15 seconds right
1: and he should have for just pain and suffering you you owe him money (laughs) whatever he owes me there are a lot of people like
0: you i'm going to talk to my wife about this because i have a feeling because it's the same thing you know we have so many people we pay in different ways and they all have their own preference when it comes to a cash app. yes that is true yeah so across all of those platforms cash app venmo whatever it might be that might be why you're using it not your own preference it's somebody else's and so it's on your phone just make sure that you have got the right passwords and whatever you might need on it for security measures. All right, well, we all do dumb things. We all have little secrets that we're holding on to as well about some of those things. Maybe it's the dumb thing somebody else has done. We always love to hear your confessions. You can text them into us anonymously 979 WRMF eight seven seven nine seven nine nine seven six three Maybe we even text in our own dirt about ourselves. Things that we just can't say and put a name to. (laughs) I do like this. I think it's kind of clever. If you're a parent, you might relate. This confession says when she was 16, my daughter had her friends over for a night and while they were here, they swiped a bottle of my vodka. Mm. Better not be my atoll.
1: (laughs) She has to work in that
2: plug. I will fight somebody.
0: After drinking it, they refilled it with water. <laughs> I noticed, but never said a thing, and I kept it. Now it is the bottle I'm going to be giving my daughter for her 21st birthday. Revenge is a dish best served cold. <laughs> She's giving her a bottle of water.
2: That's funny.
0: For her 21st birthday. Uh, this confession says, I pick random towns on the map, and then I joined their local Facebook group to get involved in their petty bickering. <laughs>
1: It is sport. Sometimes you wonder if someone's just doing it for sport, Uh, and they are.
2: (laughs) I feel like I do that to my own personal next door. I just go on and I say random stuff just to fight with people.
1: Well, yeah, there's there's people that go in there that will deliberately write stuff that's wrong just to get people fired up because people on the internet cannot handle something being wrong. They and have to fight back.
2: Nextdoor is the best to mess with people because most people on Nextdoor don't get the joke. Uh-huh. They don't because they're older. They don't get what's going on. They think it's just a forum where everybody goes and says honestly stuff. They don't realize people are messing with them on Nextdoor. Go
1: on a Star Wars fan forum and start messing up just the characters slightly with the okay. details. You'll yeah. see... <laughs> Dorks massively meltdown, and it's
0: amazing. Uh, This confession says my wife and I were drinking wine when I asked her what the best sex was that we ever had. She's like, oh, you know what? I think it was during our vacation in Chicago. I've never been to Chicago. (gasps) That was actually a business trip she went on three years ago. hmm, Dude.
1: Okay, alright, that's tough. What kind of wine are you drinking? Do you have a scissor, scissor? in that thing, too? Dang. Mm. Are you drinking scissor? Because <laughs> yeah, oh you can't talk either? It's not that easy. you got
2: balls.
0: <laughs> it's not
1: that easy
0: to say. <laughs> Uh, this one says, after a drunken argument with my wife, I withdrew $300 cash from our joint account and just tried to give it to some guy on the street. Oh, what are you doing? That's
1: the dumbest thing I've heard all day. You
0: are stupid. He wouldn't accept it, and he helped sober me up and realize that I still actually love my wife. And 15 years later, we have three kids, and I owe our happiness to that one random guy. Huh. Wow. How about that story, huh? I don't
1: know. This guy's right up below. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, This confession says, my two-year-old daughter makes brushing her teeth such an arduous task that pretty much all the time I just let her suck the toothpaste off the brush while saying, well done, good brushing, loud enough for her mom to hear. She's going to lose those teeth in a few years anyway, so who cares?
2: That's a bad plan because decay spreads to other teeth that are adult teeth or healthy teeth in the back. and mm -hmm. That's a terrible plan as a dad. I get it, but stop being stupid. Also,
1: I think it's – man, teach your kid good teeth – habits I know I, know, I get it it's not fun me and Rocco would fist
2: fight Rocco punched the dentist when he was little that's how bad he didn't want to brush his teeth
1: the people that I, I just noticed that the, the parents that are really tough on their kids about the teeth yeah they, they have good teeth as adults. But right. I think a lot of it is if you know you, you gotta be a jerk I think a little you bit. gotta be a parent mm-hmm. and when your kid starts
2: fighting back with you about brushing your teeth you don't let them win you keep fighting with them otherwise they're gonna have yuck mouth yep. for the rest of their lives what little pain you're going through now is gonna be them with a lifetime of tooth decay Preach, if you Virginia. don't do your job as a parent
1: mm-hmm. it sounds very personal
2: it mm-hmm. is personal <laughs> I got a kid at home who does not like to brush, and yeah. I fight with him every day. It's not as bad as when he was little. When he was little, he was a downright terrorist.
0: Don't,
1: don't most kids hate brushing their teeth, probably? It's, yes. it's been a struggle, yeah, for you
2: know several of my kids to get them going. But you must fight. You have to fight. It's your job. You're the parent. Yeah. Don't okay. be weak.
1: Alright, you're me a toothache.
2: <laughs> the KDJ Show.
0: Man, I gotta tell you, there is a lot of scandal from the past that has been dredged up. We've had stories just this last week of Diddy, and he's backed out of a revolt that he started about a decade ago because of the allegations. He had that one with uh, Cassie, the R&B star, and those were some pretty nasty allegations. And then apparently he coughed up enough money that she just went quiet, and that a went day away.
2: after filing the lawsuit. One day.
0: But now other people said, okay... Did did he do something to me back in the early 90s or mid-90s? And those people are now coming forward. So are people. A former penthouse model has got accusations against Axl Rose from 1989 about what he had done in a drug-fueled frenzy in one of the band's hotels, which you can imagine back in that era what was going on. Steven Tyler has got allegations that are going on with him. And, you know, we're in this era now of canceling people, or we feel differently about people, or some people aren't making into Hall of Fames because of what they've done in their past. But, man, you know, when you're drudging things up from 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago now, it is kind of crazy. And there are other celebrities, too, that eh, we don't think anything about. But they had their moment once upon a time, and maybe they got it out of the way before we got into this era of canceling and the Me Too's and all that stuff. Like Anthony Kiedis from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. A lot of people don't realize or remember that he was in his, well into his 20s when he had a sexual relationship with a 14-year-old girl. Oh. And he sings about it in the song Scar Tissue. Oh. Right. So That doesn't age well. Do we have any kind of feelings when you think about the Red Hot Chili Peppers? You're like, oh, No. No. And in 1989, same year as what happened with Axl Rose, he apparently was convicted of sexual battery after a show at George Mason University where he exposed himself and touched his crush to a woman's face against her wishes. He was convicted of indecent exposure, but that just kind of went away. and We don't think about that anymore, do we? I didn't even know that happened. I
2: definitely don't think about that.
0: Right. A lot of people do don't you, think do about that. Do you remember
1: that, that story?
2: No.
0: no. Uh-uh. No,
1: think because about it too. That was before the internet. I mean, right. That happens today. It's everywhere. Well, across the globe. That's why
0: it's interesting for a lot of these guys like Diddy and Axl Rose and Steven Tyler because things that happened before social media and the internet are now being drudged up and now they're on the internet for everybody to see and read and now judge. And they're putting them under the microscope for thir-
2: things they did 30 years ago. And if it's been enough time that's passed, even if I read it on the internet, even if I read it in the dirt, and 20 years passes, I will forget whatever it was 20 years ago and have no recollection that we should hate him. (laughs) We we forgot.
1: There's been so so many crimes and so many stories. Exactly.
2: (laughs) Our brains are only equipped to handle so much filth. And
0: do you remember the CeeLo Green stuff?
2: Yeah, I do remember that. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Basically, was uh, drugging and raping people in hot tubs. Oh. I was like, well, and I didn't think it was a problem if they were uh, drugged." <gasps> he said that. Uh, it's basically what it all came down to. Yeah, he uh, had to pay some money as well. Oh my. Yeah, so there's a lot of things like that. Did you know uh, Boy George, a lead singer of Culture Club, abducted and tortured a man in 2007?
1: I did not. And and when I read about that recently, I go, when did that happen? Do you remember that? No. What was the backstory? Has the guy spoke out?
0: You can go and Google it, yeah. It's a real, oh yeah. It's a huge story. You can read it, yeah. I think you have to go to
1: court for that.
0: Yeah. But it's just something that, you know, you don't think about it. I, we've had many conversations recently about the Culture Club and Boy George, and I I Lo- forgot about well, it. Boy the George.
1: Beloved, beloved conversation.
2: Beloved. Yeah. He's on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because one of the guys on there who's married to one of the housewives manages him. And so you okay. see Boy George pop up a lot on that right. franchise. But he has
1: a gig, and... He's still working. Some people now. I think someone else did that. Some people have done stuff like that, and they're they're have done less than what he did. And, there's, and gone.
0: there's just a lot of dark secrets with a lot of big names. I, that's really what it is. And that was a discussion we would had last week or this last week about Kodak Black with the two Florida politicians that they're both Democrats, but one is saying, hey, "Look, man, we shouldn't be putting this guy on a pedestal," and the other guy's like, "Yeah, but you know, he gives so much to the community, so it's." you know this is the weird rub that we have with a lot of celebrities because we all have good and bad the question is at what point, how does that balance have to work before you can support them or not?
1: And that's why I, I personally think you shouldn't put all your faith in a celebrity because they're no, just no, a person. Not. Just because you got a microphone or a camera or whatever, yeah. it don't I don't mean it don't mean jack squat, honestly. Right. It really doesn't.
0: Yeah, even going way back, there are some other stories. Don Henley from the Eagles, the drummer, a sixteen-year-old girl overdosed at his house and he pled guilty to minor misdemeanor charges and then wrote a song about how mean the media was to him.
1: He did. It's wow. Like, the eagle. look, the Eagles got some stories, man. Yeah. They were peaceful, easy feeling it was just... Just how they, they sang, the, the way they partied, they yeah. were next level. Uh huh. They were, and then you got your Fleetwood Max. We're talking drugs and some serious drama, Virginia. All the kind of drama.
0: I love it. And there's even a story about Jack Nicholson back in the 90s, allegedly beat a sex worker so bad that she suffered permanent injuries. Oh my. There's a few
1: stories out there about old Jack
0: yeah so there's just we talk about secrets and things like that that people are holding on to a lot of people just "Eh, just
1: kind of forgot about i do didn't know about i do think though things have changed a bit where People look at, celebrities are not beloved like they used to be. I yeah. would say a big part, at least that I'm speaking of, of, of America, right. that look at celebrities with with an eye of going, all right, w- when's your secrets coming out? I
0: think most of them we do realize are flawed human beings and probably have some really dark secrets that if we knew them, we wouldn't feel the same way about them. Well,
1: I mean, th- it's, that's when people get all mad about when celebrities give their political opinion on stuff. They go, well, th- all right, you're an actor. Yeah. So why is, wh- because. You, why you do get, I listen to you? Because you get a chance to talk to a lot of people i should listen to
2: Mm you yeah absolutely
1: well, I'm not going after the dirt. I'm saying it's what people No, are no, no. I'm
2: listening. <laughs> I think a lot of celebrities have a lot of secrets. One of the big ones I want to know is, hey, who else went to Epstein Island? Can we talk mm. to those people about what they did? There yeah. was a lot of celebrities on that flight log. There is.
1: And, and, and there's, there's certain pictures that have kind of leaked out a little bit where a celebrity will be on that plane. And like, what were you doing on that plane, dog? Yeah, what did you see? Yeah. What did you
2: know? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about it.
0: Yeah, and another one of the uh, girls uh, from that island, uh, local girl, had just OD'd recently as well. So there are real victims still that are losing their lives today because of the mental trauma they went through in that era.
1: And, and Anna in the chat room—that's why people started calling it Holly Weird because of all this stuff. Yeah, because you hear all these stories, and then they'll go on the red carpet and act like they're better than you, and then you start digging and go, "Y'all are weird." None of them don't. None of them live lives like us.
0: None of them have those. We think about ourselves I and, mean, you know, a lot of us are probably relatively squeaky clean with, you know, the minor infractions here and there. But I don't think hardly anybody in show business is without a pretty interesting story and stuff that we would not find very appealing and is
1: every person in Hollywood weird no I don't think I don't, that's again an absolute type of thing but, but if I, you're I, a
2: freak it's a lot I just think there's, <laughs> if you're a freak you're drawn to maybe being a little naughty and with money with power you can be more naughty. Mm-hmm. because money and power cleans up your naughtiness
1: and I, I do start to think they, they start to think they're better oh, than everybody So absolutely. They, they, really do, they can do bad things and they can go to bed well, I'm better than that that's person that's why you don't
0: want them preaching to you yes mhm <laughs>
1: The KVJ Show. We got
0: more KVJ. It is going to be coming up on the after the show. You can watch it live on YouTube or on Twitch. Go to either platform and simply look for the KVJ Show, but it's also on demand. It's a podcast as well. If you just want the audio part, don't sweat it. We got it there on Spotify. Also Apple. Bird, if you would, wrap us up with your thought for the day. Talked a lot about walls today. Walt's we did.
1: Yeah, that's your middle name. Yeah, we did make up or break up. The worst walls are never the ones you find in your way. The worst walls are the ones you put there. Uh, are you talking to yourself? I don't know. I've got too many walls.
2: He <laughs> <laughs> <It> does. The <laughs> KDJ Show
0: <laughs> on 97.9 WRMF.